0: Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler.
1: And I'm some kind of Suicide Squad. I mean, I'm Alex. And I'm Britain,
0: <laughs> And I helped. And uh, this week, we are talking about Suicide Squad.
1: We're almost done with Batman. Yeah. Well, this be the last one. Yeah. yeah th- after this. And we still uh, gotta talk about it. Yeah. this movie happened this is the
2: most recent movie we've reviewed I think that I've reviewed have we reviewed anything else
1: nope I mean we did like the hot takes we did Apocalypse
2: yeah Yeah. that would
1: be be the most recent one outside of this like the
2: New Year's we obviously don't like Rogue One for a little minute but as an actual episode yeah Yeah. so still fresh in everyone's minds sorry
1: sorry about that All right, let me go ahead and get the scores out of the way we can get started. All right, it has a 26% critic score, which is one percentage point below Batman versus Superman. I'm so sorry, DC. And then it has a 64% audience score. Rotten Tomato scores, by the way. Which is the exact same as Batman versus Superman. They're yep. both terrible, but for very different reasons. Yes. Tyler, what is your best thing and your worst thing?
0: Oh, um, I feel like we should go... We should. We should reiterate in case anyone is for some reason finding this podcast for the first time um, and you like these DC movies, we're not trying to insult your opinion. We, we understand if you like these movies. That's that's totally fine. I, it, it There will be time, Like we talked about with Batman or Superman. We don't really get why people love Batman or Superman, but hey, that's your thing. That's it's
1: totally okay. Can I just say with this one, I feel like... When I, I hear a lot of people go, yeah, I think that's the best of the DC movies. I can... I understand...
2: I don't agree. It, Meaning, like, but, the DCEU. like yes. The three that we have. Since. No, it's the best DC movie ever made. Ever <laughs> made. <laughs> nah, Jonah Hex.
1: <laughs> Catwoman. Oh. Come
2: on. Oh, I forgot about Catwoman. Um,
1: Winning. It's, it's not fun. on another level, though. <laughs> that transcends bad. I want to watch it. Really anyway. Really. Uh,
2: yeah, we're, it's, it's totally fine, but, like... Yeah, and I can
0: totally see why people would enjoy this movie. I do, too. I, I think... Especially if, they shop,
1: dro- especially if they shop at Hot Topic. Oh. And that is the easiest joke I will go for today. <laughs> it is. is it though? Is it really? It's.
2: Can you make that well, promise? When, when the trailers were dropping, people no. were making that joke a lot. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. It's not true. Now, after watching it a second time, I was like, this is... Yeah, no, I really get, I get it. Yeah. I really get it.
1: Yeah, um... But yeah, you're so we, we fine. apologize,
2: but if you if you don't want to hear Suicide Squad bashed, this is not the podcast. Yeah, episode, we are
0: yeah. we are going to to just rail yeah. on it. Yeah. Um
2: listen to the Dark Knight one, listen to yeah. Transformers, you know. Please listen sure. to the other ones.
0: <laughs> listen to, to anything that's not these last two I feel, movies, like, we, I
3: feel
1: like for your dis- the descriptions you put up for the most part, they're fairly indicative of how we feel about it. So <laughs> yeah. if you're um, if you're if you're wondering what our opinions are, just kind of look at that. I, I'm sure you can probably infer yeah. what we thought about it. Yeah, if you don't
0: it. want to hear us, you know, bashing something you don't, you know, or bashing something you enjoyed, and just, you know, just yeah. find something else or go outside or something. But for think. the rest <laughs> of you, day. for the cool. rest of you, let's go. Um, best thing worse. My best thing. <laughs> it's going to be that the. Uh, the, and I, I feel like anyone everyone should get this get what I'm talking about right away it's it's a little thing at the beginning of the movie they do with uh, Enchantress and, and her hand where like she's in the room with Amanda Waller where Waller's like trying to get this this it, it, room full of government people to go yeah, for the, the suicide squad it's the squad. second pitch for the suicide squad because yes. they pitch them
2: back, like back to back scenes there's the thing in the diner with uh, David Harbour from Stranger Things the yeah. show, and the other guy which he does the backstories, and then they do the exact same scene yep some great Gatsby stuff but yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and they, she uh, enchantress puts her hands on the table, or, or um, June Moon. June Moon, yes, puts her hands on the table, and then enchantress's hands come up underneath it and wrap around her fingers and like flips the hands and it's really freaky. And she's enchantress is really freaky at the beginning yeah. of this movie, and like the first act.
1: I, mm-hmm. I like the design until she gets upgraded by. I'm her trying brother. to talk good about it. I'm trying
0: to to. <laughs> but no, she's very like the... surrounded this one bright spot with good things. No, that's that part of the back,
2: her backstory though is pretty spooky. Like the the cave she's in and the, the yeah. everything is yeah. I agree. Yeah. No, everything
1: gets turned to crap.
0: And that's and that really like at the beginning of the movie that really was I was like oh this this could be really interesting. I don't see like because I I knew everyone was bashing the mm-hmm. the villain of the movie.
1: I was like, this is actually
0: I could see this seems really interesting I kind of want to see where this goes this is terrifying and yeah. anyway
2: <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> it's a creative um, idea for a visual effect to have the hand come up underneath it
0: yeah yeah now yeah. um, my worst thing is the Joker yeah I really don't like Jared Leto's Joker and the more I see of him in like the extended cut there's a little bit more of him there's not a whole lot I don't think, right? there's
1: um, one specific scene and then there's a couple extra lines yeah
0: um, He's terrible. The more I get from him, the more I don't like him. Like mm-hmm. I, I really don't agree with this this argument that oh, you know, the, it's just, we don't get enough to do. It. I really feel like a lot of people are kind of in denial about it because they think it should be really good because it's a guy playing the Joker and Phantom
1: Menace yeah. style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, we just need to see it again and maybe maybe we'll like it more yeah, then. I th-
0: I think it really is. People are like, oh well, you know, they don't give him quite enough to do and it's a little underused. There's a good... Even in the original cut, there's a good, what? He's in there a lot. 10, 20 yeah. minutes of screen time for him. Well, I scene, I and when I'm sure your... someone has the exact number, but... See, one, but when
2: he's in the scenes, it's about him. He's not just like... Yeah. It's not like Killer Croc or somebody where he's kind of stuck in the background. Yeah. Like, he's really utilized.
0: Like, someone someone who you can make that argument for is Captain Boomerang. Yeah. I think um, Jai Courtney is actually really good. He's fun in this, movie. yeah. Uh, but he doesn't get nearly enough to do. Like, he... Yeah. The, the, I feel like he's the most like fun character when they mm-hmm. actually give him any sort of lines or dialogue or anything, but yeah. he barely gets anything that's really you know interesting. It's the first time I
2: found Jai Courtney memorable, so yeah, yeah that that enough yeah. is.
1: But I, it has to be just them letting him use his accent, right? That it has to be partly. Part yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, because every time he pulls an American accent, he's just bland. But
2: he was clearly having a ton of fun doing it; like he was going all out. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Um, but with the Joker. He gets a
0: ton of screen time I feel like, a lot more than people are are have made it out yeah. to be. I mean, how much screen time does the Joker really get in The Dark Knight?
1: Not as much as people think. Yeah, it, of, it's yeah. the
0: same and and the Joker from the very first scene, you can tell okay, this guy is is going to be pretty like like you this just already are guy, like yeah. this is I'm really enjoying this. Like from the yeah. very first scene with the bus and the you know what he... and mm-hmm. Like, everything... From that very first bank robbery, I feel like you immediately start to get the feeling that you're in for something and, and for a treat. And, special. like, every scene you get of the Joker in The Dark Knight of Heath Ledger just dra- continue to drive home the fact that he's spectacular. And and it's special and it's unique and it's yeah. interesting. and this one is, like, this weird... I don't really know what he's trying to go for. It's kind of this... Like, I, I get all the... I mean, I, I know all the jokes about Hot Topic and Edgy, but... It just feels very uninspired where he's just kind of...
2: For me, my problem with it, even apart from the design, the aesthetic of the character, was everything we, we talked a lot about what we loved about Heath Ledger's performance in the, the Dark Knight podcast. We talked about it, even apart from his take on the character, just as an actor giving a performance mm-hmm. how impressive it was. Everything good you can say about Heath Ledger, it's the complete opposite with Leto. We talk about Heath Ledger. There was no ego. He was not showing off. He wasn't trying to like, look at me, see what I'm doing, look at my crazy character. He yes. was just playing this guy. Leto seems to be begging you to go. Look how weird I am. Look yep. how and everything is so hammy. And it's like Alex wants to like it's it's method acting gone horribly wrong. Yes. yes because he it
1: is hey here's an actor who's won an award let's ju- let's ju- he'll he'll do a take
2: let, let's let him be very artsy and everything with
1: no guidance or any no, sense of no. direction
2: and he's not funny he's not scary he's not the
1: two things that you need for a really great joker. He needs to be funny, he needs mm-hmm. to be scary. Yeah.
0: And he better he, be at least one of the two.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and he is neither. And like Mark Hamill nails both, yeah. Troy Baker,
2: and then obviously Heath Ledger was, was both. Yeah. Heath Ledger is actually hilarious.
1: I, I would yeah. say Jack Nicholson doesn't so much get the scary part, but I think he's pretty funny. And
2: there are moments where he's scary yeah. enough. And he's intimidating. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's still something to Yeah, I, I was not nuts about his joker but rewatching this, I'm like, man, Jack Nicholson got a bad rap from me. Oh, like, yeah. oh, is, oh Holy yeah. crap. He's fine. Because with with, with it, 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 it is annoying as an iteration of the Joker, but there have been enough versions of the Joker that, okay. Like, there's a, one of the animated shows, he has, like, this giant, like, green hair that is like a lion's oh, mane. the Batman? Yeah, oh. the Batman, that Kevin Michael Richardson voices yeah. him. And so, like, there's been enough versions of the Joker that I'm like, I don't need every version to be... We can
1: made. we can deal with a take but, in one of yeah. these movies. No, but here's the thing. It's like, it, yeah. it's exactly the same as Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Yeah. We are finally getting the the D C cinematic universe where right. everything's interconnected. Let's why not do like the definitive versions of these characters yeah. finally. Right. It's it's almost at the point where Like just just ask little hey, do more camel Joker. Sure.
0: And it's it's especially like I feel that if we end up getting have they said what's what the Joker's gonna be in next, or I was. Who knows
1: if he'll even show up again? Yeah. After all the crap that he took from this. But that's
0: what I'm saying is everyone. Everyone is defending him as saying, "Oh no, it's fine. It's it's the movie. It needs, it's it around the movie around him. It just doesn't give him enough to work with." I am really curious to see if, say, if he shows up in the the Affleck, yeah, uh, movie, and maybe maybe under Ben Affleck he'll Ben Affleck will. Yeah, because Affleck's a great director. Uh, although that's having some creative issues. Isn't it? I've
2: heard that. Yeah, that uh, I don't know the details, but yeah, that maybe there's an Affleck might. Not be directing it. I think something? people are
1: blowing it out of proportion. Okay. I, I think he, say. I think he just keeps reaffirming, "I'm not going to do it until the script's ready," and the script's not ready yet. Okay. Yeah, and so therefore, which is
0: good, which is what these movies need. Um, yeah, I think
1: that I think this
2: needed someone like Ben Affleck, who's been through this Hollywood machine so many times, to be like, no guys, I know it. I know what this is. I know." Yeah, yeah. Give me a good script, and, and I'll make it.
0: And that's, I, I'm really curious to see if Jared Leto's, Leto's Joker is prominent in there. I feel like there's going to start to be some backlash and people are going to start to be like, well, wait a minute, this is not yeah. very... Good. And I'm going to have to... I also probably need to uh, explain myself a little bit because I also said that Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor was my favorite thing for Batman versus Superman. Um, I guess the the point I can make about that is that I feel like with him, he was inherently at least trying to do something radically different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and, and he had an angle. It was supposed to be, you know, kind of the millennial uh Zuckerberg,
1: obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of
0: kind of CEO, young CEO that's, you know, trying to
1: And and I think Max Landis uh crossed with Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And
0: so that's you know, that that's that's his own thing on the character and I feel like he's trying to do something yeah. actorish with it. And this really does just feel like Jared Leto being weird and just okay. like boasting about how he weird he doesn't it take okay. on J- just the Joker he no. takes on or he just looks like Jared Leto with makeup on
1: just with yeah. all the stories of him like harassing all the other actors and sending them just these weird bizarre gifts yeah. like, what um, is, and uh... this is what we get from yep. him yep. like there's no excuse because again
2: the, the stories that went around about Heath Ledger were that he didn't do any he wasn't weird at all on set that mm-hmm. he would just kind of hang out and they would talk about their families I know he
0: spent like a long time preparing for it didn't he he, like lock himself in a room for like three months or something like that like he just like he might have done something something I mean obviously not like literally but like he just kind of put himself away and he worked with Nolan to just be like alright I I gotta perfect this yeah I'm sure
2: because he was very serious about his work in a way that one produced something really special not just with Dark Knight but generally speaking and this isn't just like post-mortem you know, posthumous, oh my god, he was so amazing because Heath Ledger was actually a pretty brilliant actor. Yeah, Yeah. But he, but it didn't seem as a, oh, I want to seem like an artist. It seemed like, no, I, this is what I think needs to be done for the character and he wasn't a jerk about it. He wasn't sending people dead pigs. He was just like,
1: you know, that's what I'm doing. And he actually embodied chaos. Like, Oh yeah. When he he talks about ideas and themes from the movie and stuff, I'm like, okay, yeah, I buy you. You you Joker equals anarchy here. There's the, one of the deleted scenes in the extended cut where Joker's confronting Harley and Harley almost shoots him or whatever, and he goes, "I'm an idea. I don't believe this Joker represents yeah. anything." No, I, I don't even like. I, I don't even really mind that he's supposed to like
2: the gangster version of the Joker. Yeah, and the design is not. I don't like it but that's not why I have such a problem with right. the performance it's really just what is what seems to be Jerry Leto's mentality of the character and the opportunity
0: yeah
1: and it doesn't help that they edit it so that him and Harley have like a loving relationship instead of the abusive monstrosity yeah. that it's supposed to be
3: mm-hmm. what's
1: your worst thing buddy since uh, we since... did the worst thing <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. We've already We're talking about the worst thing. Okay, I'm getting screwed up because we spent like half an hour beforehand trying to figure out what his best thing was, and we just kept, kept coming back to worse things. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's all screwed up. No. Oh,
0: I, I, no. I did want to say really quick one one last point too. I really want at this point for them to just have a later on down down the franchise to end up doing something where they bring up bring back Lex Luthor Senior, and then they they may even as ridiculous as this. Fan theory was, but the the fan theory about the Joker being, uh, Jason Todd or whatever, yeah. being being a, a corrupted Robin, I'd rather than go, I'd rather than pull in somebody, I don't like you know some old terrifying actor yeah. to come in and play an actual Joker because this is just. Let's go to
1: Defoe.
0: Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> that'd be awesome. They won't do that. Well,
2: because he's already doing the Aquaman. Thing. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right.
0: Who but, cares? I mean really Christopher uh, Walken <laughs> I am an idea
2: <laughs> and anyway Holly Kevin Smith why are you doing <laughs> I want to blow up
1: a bill at this point you just bring Mark Hamill back it doesn't matter yeah. i would be fine with that just yeah. CG
2: the Joker just row one it just CG the, the Arkham Joker <laughs> into every scene and I would take that at this point I would just wouldn't. have Mark yeah. Hamill off
1: oh my god pretty good stuff yeah alright what's your best thing and your worst thing
2: um well, I'll start with the worst thing cuz it it builds off of the Jared Leto thing cuz my my worst thing is is not Margot Robbie herself. Yeah. Because I I really really like her as an actress. I think she's very very good. The general take of Harley in this movie. Harley is in the and Harley is a fairly recent character in the world of comics. She came around in the early 90s in the animated sure. show and since then Harley has definitely become one of like the DC sex pots.
1: oh she's the sure. equivalent of Deadpool in terms of like yep. overblown popularity yeah
2: she got for DC him. she's this really big character and now like she's constantly wearing like she's very busty and she's wearing these very revealing clothes and everything which was not how she was originally designed in the yeah, animated right. show
0: but she was, she was tasteful
2: yeah <laughs> exactly but there's still something about Harley that in, in these other versions where she is very sexy and she's kind of sexualized yeah but she's that's still not the entire point of her character, and in this movie, it was mostly. Look how hot
1: Margot Robbie is! What, like, yeah. just like with the tattoos and everything, they have got one right above her, her where her panties yeah, are, yeah, where yeah, it yeah. says "Lucky You" and mm-hmm. it points down. Uh-huh. I'm like, are you
2: are you really? And uh-huh. and she's, and, and Margot Robbie is very attractive. Yeah, very attractive in the movie, but it well, the the thing that most bothers me about her Harley is that how how annoying she was because when I watched it the second time. I realized, going back to the Hot Topic thing, this Harley Quinn doesn't seem insane. She doesn't seem crazy. She seemed weird. She yeah. seems like one of those kids... Quirky. Yeah, quirky. And those kids are like... You mean like Jared Leto Joker? No, exactly. And that's how both of them... Not, they both seem like very like high school theater kid performances. Yeah. They're like, oh, the voice is in my head. They said something different. I'm like, that's not... Oh, shut up. Like, I've, I've known that <laughs> kid. I don't like that kid. Like that's who she reminded me of, like a teenager who's like very. That's the
1: kid I would beat up after school. <laughs> I
2: was took uh, his lunch money. The real Joker origin, yeah. <laughs> and, and this Harley remind me of those teenagers, I an idea. <laughs> the, the, those teenagers in in the theater club who were like the weird kid, even among the weird kids, and are like that's my identity. Is I'm just so twisted mind kind of thing, and it just really annoys me because it's not what Harley is. It's an annoying thing to watch. Yeah, Margot Robbie's way better than that. In like almost every other movie I've seen her in, except for Legend of Tarzan, she's given a really good performance. Um, and this, I well, just, are you
1: saying you haven't seen Legend of Tarzan? Or, or I have seen, seen it, and she she's not
2: it. great in it. Okay, but that's also that movie's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I really don't blame her for that at
1: all. I was excited for it, and right. then I, I just stayed far away. Once
2: you see Alexander Skarsgård nuzzling a CG lioness, sure, yeah you go maybe this isn't the movie I dreamed it was <laughs> but um, or is it but I
0: think, I think someone took a wrong turn here. <laughs> I always love
2: that at some point the director went yeah yeah we'll do that
1: he's the guy who did the last four mm-hmm. Harry Potter yeah, movies
2: said, yeah, fantastic piece oh yeah this was his passion project it's, it's, it's,
0: really just, just want to make it it's tough. just the, the like he's in the boardroom and he's like pull, laying out the plot <laughs> and they get to that point and everyone's like yeah okay, yeah that's I like that
2: Because he's a gorilla man, okay. and, and
0: everyone like like freaks out and then it just cuts to a, a, an image of the, the sales chart and draw <laughs> like just plummet. It's a Warner Brothers movie, right? Uh, sounds right I may I might have been. I am checking. Yeah, because wasn't there some interview where Alexander Skarsgard was like, Oh well you know that usually when you go with with Warner Brothers or Disney you, you you're kind of picking sides or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Even that though, something we weird Even though like, Sam Jackson's in the movie. Even though there's a lot of crossover but whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but that, that was my, I
2: thought Mar- Margot Robbie as wonderful an because I feel like because she is this conventionally hot blonde, people don't realize, like, she's actually a pretty great actress. Yeah. She's got a lot of talent, Wolf of Wall Street, Focus, Z for Zachariah, but I, I really felt like half the, like, partially the script, partially maybe her interpretation is Warner Brothers.
1: Yep. There you go. That it. makes so much sense. And I don't know if it was, like, Margot Robbie, her particular interpretation of of Harley Quinn or if it
2: was David Ayer or what. But just the version of Harley Quinn we got is not accurate to who she is, and it doesn't serve her justice.
1: The dialogue in this movie is pretty crap. It's bad. Um,
2: The comedy's lacking.
1: Let me me hold up a bit of defense for David Ayer here. I have the official novelization of Suicide (laughs) Squad here. This this is the only time a movie novelization
2: book has, like... Lent credence.
1: No, okay. Alex.
0: Alex has been just coming to me with random stuff from this book for like the last two weeks. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh yeah, here's another thing that I thought was. And like, no, because
2: three in the morning, knocking your door. <laughs>
1: Look, <laughs> it's right here. Wake up, <laughs> sheeple <laughs> But reading some of the dialogue, yes, yeah, some of it is still there, and it's still pretty bad. Like. I don't think many of the jokes are changed, but just some of the weird improv that, particularly Jared Letta uses, honka honka, that's not in the book. And, like, if I've got, you know, Mark Hamill in my head reading the Joker dialogue in this, Mm -hmm. it sounds fine. Right. So I don't know how much of it is the dialogue is just plain bad, and how much of it is, well, they're just giving bad performances. Sure. So... So I, I I definitely give like Margot Robbie.
2: I, I still think Marla it's not Margot very Robbie, well written, but it's. Yeah. I think Margot Robbie could be a really good Harley Quinn. Yeah,
1: but you'd have to like revamp. You got to wait for that Gotham City Sirens movie directed by David Ayer. Yeah. Sigh. Whatever. My, but like, oh, sorry. Start yeah. the campaign for Emily Blunt as Catwoman and <sighs> Jessica Chastain as Poison Ivy. Go.
2: I actually, do just go. If you're annoyed by me, I start that petition because that movie will kill me.
3: I,
0: I think. <laughs> I think you're you're on the right track, but instead we, we actually need uh, Melissa McCarthy and uh, Kristen Wiig, maybe Kate McCarthy. I
2: thought, thought, gonna, thought you were going to say Melissa McCarthy as the penguin, but I got <laughs> genuinely, I got legitimately excited because I was like, she'd be re- penguin, E-N-N-E. I got legitimately, like, she'd be a great, she'd be a penguin that falls over a lot and like runs and jumps off of something. You know, that would be the one joke, she just keeps falling over. <laughs> ah! That's the Melissa McCarthy joke. And just to complete my death spiral, can Emma Stone be Oracle? <laughs> She'd be a really good Oracle, actually. She she oh, oh, God. oh God, Emma Stone in glasses?
0: They're never oh gonna do any of this because
2: they're not—they're not gonna have that yeah. foresight.
0: Yeah. At,
1: least, yeah, yeah. at least we know yeah. Emily Blunt's interested in superhero movies because yeah. she was almost Black Widow. That's true. That's I'm true. surprised
0: Marvel hasn't grabbed her for something yet.
1: I don't know what. what? But yeah, she might as well not have been a bad Captain Marvel.
2: Everyone, everyone, everyone was. Her. That was the fan
0: cast for a long time. Yeah, and, I'm, and Brie Larson's gonna be. Yeah, she'll be great. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and not just beautiful. in the fact that she's pretty beautiful. No, no, she'll do go a going great to be job. Spectacular. Yeah, but
1: all that being said, yes.
2: What's your best thing? My best thing is uh, Diablo, and I mean that sincerely. Diablo with a little bit he, of Joel. He's Kahneman. the
1: only character that has like an arc. He has an arc, it's, and, and it's, I like the arc. It's very rushed, but <laughs> it's an
2: arc. And yet his flashback actually made me feel something. Yes. The actor who I shamed that I don't know his name off the top of my head, did a really lovely job.
3: I have a look.
2: Jay Hernandez. Jay Hernandez, of course. Sure. He did a really a lovely job. And my and I think the biggest thing was I with this movie, my coming into it, I knew most of the characters. But some I'd never heard of Slipknot, never heard of Diablo, didn't know Katana. Um so a lot of these characters some of these characters were brand new to me, and so I didn't know anything about Diablo. So for Diablo to he, he couldn't. I couldn't be disappointed by him. Maybe I'll read a comic and go, "Man, they screwed him up." But just coming in blind, I was like, "I think he does a good job." And like they do some cool tricks, like the thing where he says "bye" with the fire. Yeah. Like that's kind of or, cool.
1: or like when he has a miniature version of his wife, like yeah. dancing like, on his hand, and yeah. he puts the glass Dante. on him, and she suffocates. Mm-hmm. That's good
2: stuff. Um, he, yeah, there's some really neat stuff with Diablo, my, and then when he turns into the Aztec gods, that's a little much, but like it's still also kind of cool. In a it's it's mu- at
1: least in a in a. If it were Guardians of the Galaxy and we had that level of quality, that oh, yeah. that moment everybody would be losing. That their would minds. be the, the We Are Group moment. Yeah. yeah. This movie.
0: Yeah. I mean it's 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 a heartbeat. It's something that yeah. you're like, Oh hey,
2: and so
1: yeah, trying
2: Diablo and then Kenneman, who I thought I've never really thought anything about Joel Kenneman, but I thought he did a lovely job as as Rick Flag. And again, this is a character that had no I was, walking into this movie, I was like, I wanna see Killer Croc, I wanna see Harley, I wanna see Deadshot, I wanna see how they do the Joker. The rest of it we'll see what happens. Yeah. So then, Rick Flag and Diablo, who I had no thought about, was like,
1: "Actually, I really like." And then everything you actually cared about, kind of exactly, like yeah. being terrible. Uh, one, one. Th-
0: this is not. This is like the just a nitpick in, in the grand scheme of this movie. Yeah. But I, th- I will say my one problem with Diablo. <laughs> the, in the flashback, mm. they show him with all of his <laughs> tattoos. Yeah. And he's wearing like a nice polo sweatshirt, mm. and like he's sitting down for dinner with his family. No, I agree.
3: And
1: it was just kind of very. I had the idea while we were watching it. Like, what if they did like a Nightcrawler type thing? You know, where he he puts like uh, the little tattoos on his mm. face for like all all the sins. Yeah. What if it was like after his family dies, he tattoos himself as like a constant reminder? Right, of and what that would happens.
0: make sense. Yeah, but it just looks very silly and jarring.
2: And it would seem more of an like more of an arc to go well. Back before I was in prison, I looked completely different. Yeah. And then when you cut back to the bar and he's sitting there, completely tattooed yeah. and yeah. everything, you're like, "Wow, this guy's been through some stuff." Yeah. yeah.
0: Like if he was if he was in that scene and he was wearing like a a wife beater or something like that, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know he he's looking kind of like he looks like a gang leader, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. A, a, a gang lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be one, but whatever. Yeah. That's that's just one. So the, this movie has
1: a much bigger. Yeah, 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 but
2: no, that definitely. definitely so I got to me. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that he saved the movie for me because I don't think that would, could happen. Yeah.
1: But like but at the I, point of the movie like the bar scene when he starts like telling his story it's like we'll take anything we yeah, can I was get like, at this I, point. I'm like I don't
2: actually care about this yeah. and you're a cool character so yeah Jay Hernandez seriously like big thumbs up man. And, like, and that's, job. that's
1: something you, you
0: mentioned about how you came in kind of looking for all these characters you didn't know and you were like okay let's see what they yeah. they do with them. That That's a really and, and I'm going to go right back to bashing the movie after we just praised it. But <laughs> um, it's it's something that really bothers me is that and I, I hate to keep using the Marvel comparison because everyone's going to think that we're just, like, yeah. you know... Get, T- again. Tyler
1: is still but, receiving his monthly res- check yes. that but, they're, but they're also still, very fitting yes. comparisons.
0: But this movie is... Guardians of the Galaxy is what this movie wanted to be. This and Rogue One, It's yeah. very, very obvious. Um, I'm well, just specifically talking
1: about... At least with the reshoots and everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, with, with this... Guardians of the Galaxy, we didn't know... Mainstream audiences had no idea who anybody in that yeah. movie was. I mean, I have
2: I have a, a buddy of mine who's a really like comic deep fan, yeah. and he was like, even I'm not super familiar with some. Yeah, of those like
0: characters. The, they were they were fairly recent. I mean, they, I think they had all been around floating around in the comics for a while, but the actual comic yeah, with yeah. all of them together had was had been decently recent at the time. Comics, right, 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 in yeah. comics terms, um, and <laughs> it's like with each one of those characters, what? we get introductions to them that immediately tell us who they are, what they're about, what their motivations are, what they're trying to do. They they're entertaining, they're endearing yeah. and and we they give they, like it's it's efficient and it tells us what all we need to know about these new characters that we're completely unfamiliar with. Yeah. This one, there's a bunch of characters that just kind of float around and they just kind of yeah. orbit around the middle of the, mo- the or the the center of the movie and they're just kind of there and mm. occasionally they'll get something and you're just kind of like wait, what yeah. what's going on there? And
1: Katana should not be here. And Obviously I think a solid argument could be made for why Killer Croc should not be yes. here mm-hmm. Joker should not be in this movie Joker unless you make him the main antagonist yes yeah, that's the and yeah. that
0: should what is what they should have done yeah. because then you don't need Enchantress because I mean
1: <sighs> plus it makes more sense because you, you throw out the argument oh what if the next Superman shows up and he's a bad guy Let's let's throw Harley Quinn and Captain Boomerang at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah at yeah. least
0: then you're like, okay, Harley Quinn. Well, has just have to this... be
1: like they handle situations that we can't just send the military in for because if it goes wrong, yeah, like we we and, cannot take responsibility yeah. for it. We'll put it on. And them. there's a
0: line about that too, where they're like, oh yeah, we we you know they'll we'll, we'll put it all on them if things go wrong. But the basis of their of Amanda Waller's, Waller's argument for putting this team together is, oh, we need to be able to stop Superman. Yeah. And then, but even
1: then, know. the whole thing of we'll pin it on them. Then don't send soldiers in with them. Yeah, yeah. Why not just send more more soldiers in? Like, yeah. why do you need these these wackos? And then Rick Flag and his team just have Rick Flag lead them, so yeah. he can try and control them. Well, and then uh, plus, like you said, the only ones in the group that actually have superpowers are Diablo and Enchantress. And Katana has her magic sword. yeah, oh, sword. yeah.
0: and she—I
2: guess Killer like, Croc there. He's,
1: he's strong. He's strong and he's durable. I guess. <laughs> I just. <laughs>
0: Can I just say I really hate the way Killer Croc looks and talks. Kill, and Killer
2: Killer Croc was almost my worst thing. Just he really I, bothers
0: I me. Alex and I have talked about this and he doesn't. It's more just I'm indifferent to his yeah. design. I really don't like his. And part of this is being spoiled by the Arkham games. Oh yeah, where he's just this giant hulking brute and he's terrifying and, and he really, looks like a crocodile. Yeah. This this one it feels like it feels like his head is too big for his body. It feels like they put like all this this makeup yeah. crap on his face and then. He looks completely out of proportion, yeah i don't it's just I don't like the way looks.
1: Tyler it's a dark and gritty world. We can't have this big hulking guy even <laughs> though one of the bad guys is a big hulking guy, and the main plot is shooting another blue laser up into the sky to destroy everything dark and gritty world we gotta take things realistically <laughs> well i i really i
2: kind of i like when they announced that akanoye a akanoye sure from lost
1: was going to play g i cobra Mr Eka. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's, he's in, awesome on that show. Yeah, too. no, 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 no yeah. He's in GI Joe: The Rise of and Cobra. He's in Joe. That's where I know him from. He's awesome.
2: I think his like Twitter handle is like AAA or something.
0: Ninety nine percent of people from Lost are generally pretty great. Oh yeah, Lost. absolutely. Even if the the, the show as mm-hmm. as a whole has yeah yeah.
2: Terryo Terry Quinn and Michael Emerson like get out of town. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we I, I really like him, and I thought he'd be a cool idea for Killer Croc. Yeah, the design is weird what bothered me is and I in the world of comics I don't know what race Waylon Jones was and it's not really that important yeah because generally no. Killer Croc is portrayed as he has this very gnashing like I'm Killer Croc yeah so he doesn't sound like a person he sounds like a monster yep but in this movie they seem so determined to be like he's black but by doing that the way to do that is to be, use like all these stereotypes like he wears like a gold track suit yeah and he wants to watch B.E.T. That's his, like, one demand when they get back to the prison. Everyone else is like, oh, I want this allowance. And he's like, I just want to watch B.E.T. And
1: just, like, well, he just then, bothered like, me. Like, is, is this movie racist and sexist? Is it just, like, horribly offensive? Cause I don't like, even know of it. Because, like, mm-hmm. every woman gets called derogatory terms. Like, yeah. everyone except for Amanda Walder, or Waller. Gets I think the, they still call her
0: a
2: B word at some point.
1: Yeah. Uh, and like, Amanda Waller also is a terrible person who... Oh, kills also. her entire staff for some reason. Yeah, but Harley Quinn gets punched repeatedly by Batman. The one female guard who lets Slipknot out of his, the van gets punched in the face. Yeah. Like. Yeah, weird. I mean, there's some issues. And then, like, Will Smith, like, I, reading the book, like, Deadshot, they don't identify what his race is, but, mm. like, the Will Smith-isms aren't there. Uh-huh. Like, when he's talking about, oh, it, my, you need to get my daughter into one of those Ivy League schools, and if her grades start to slip, you need to white people that. That's pretty funny, though. No, it's it's funny, but... It, I, the I Will Smith it, ad-libs I enjoyed. I think yeah. it... it it leads into that, that problem sure. like I don't know if the movie is borderline offensive well I think the question there especially would be... like with, with with Diablo yeah like yeah, yeah. is he a Mexican drug lord stereotype well and part right. of that I, again because I don't know
2: anything about Diablo as a character yeah. I don't know if that's exactly how he is on the page so they yeah. went we're following the comp- Deadshot and Deadshot truly does not have to be any particular nope. race yeah he's usually white in other, other iterations but it doesn't matter yeah um but with uh with Will Smith I think the question there would be look if Will Smith is doing these ad-libs on his own then I'm like okay that's just Will Smith doing comedy yeah. and then it, it becomes a, that the that that doesn't seem to be like a race problem because that's him making his own decisions yeah. but it, as opposed to they're like hey Will make a joke about the streets <laughs> you know like do that do that say getting jiggy with it I like can, then there be I can see Warner
1: Brothers execs I showing up on set and saying I, I can see it happening that.
0: can you uh, African American like
1: give it kind of an urban feel,
2: and like thankfully, I, I like to imagine that, w- w- that when when you got some of those, those jokes, that was Will Smith, all him.
0: And we should, in case
1: you can't tell, we are all white.
2: People. We are all
1: <laughs> well. I'm
2: an eighth Cherokee, so but like, oh,
1: <laughs> but like I, I don't Respect care. My people, it's not like I want to be like super PC about it. And be like, oh, they can't say those things they, or whatever. No, like, we don't. We don't. It's not our place. Yeah, like, I don't particularly care. I just find it interesting if, if other people see that as a problem.
3: right yeah.
2: I don't know. I definitely I think there's a like... problem with the women in the in the movie. Yeah, without question, because um, Enchantress and Harley Quinn are super oversexed. I, yeah, and like I said, Amanda Waller is just a horrible person. Katana gets derided for no reason. Yeah. Um, speaking of being this, a, is Katana,
1: weird... she's got my back. <laughs> there's a weird
0: Captain Boomerang Katana relationship. Yeah, that might be the most like sweet thing in the mm, movie. Maybe, even yeah. though there, it gets like no development.
2: Speaking of being at the Cherokee, Slipknot. Why is he even in the movie? The actor who plays Slipknot is a Native American actor named Adam Beach. That's the connection. I felt I feel so bad for, <laughs> for Adam Beach because he would he was on all the promo tours, like on Com- at Comic Con. You know, Conan does this thing now. Every, Conan O'Brien does the thing where he goes to Comic-Con every year and it's always super fun. And he had the cast of Suicide Squad on and Adam Beach was there. And now having seen the movie, I felt so bad for him. Did he might be like,
1: the most irrelevant character in any movie I've hilarious. seen. It's like, so hilarious. He
2: exists only to die. But my problem is, not only did he, If they had given him more of a backstory exactly. and then killed him, then you could make the argument why they spend the time. I'm like, yeah, but then it counts. Okay. What All they do is go... <laughs> literally, he's getting out of the car and someone off camera goes... There's Slipknot, the man who can climb anything, and we're done.
1: And Which he, is, and then he punches the girl in the face, and he, and he just goes, "She had a big mouth." Yeah, and then that's it. Which is
0: inherently the problem with it. We have Have you done your best and worst thing? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We're like, we're just rambling on here. Um, it's a lot to cover, to be fair. Yes, there's. It's inherently the problem with this is that the intro to this movie, and I, I, I might just jump right into this because this is a whole podcast onto itself the way this movie starts and how they handle it um, but it's so transparent that they're like we think Will Smith and Margot Robbie are going to be the ones that actually are popular yeah. so we're going to push them we're going to give them like twice the screen time anybody else gets Yeah. then we're going to give the rest of the cast you know a, a scene each or something like that maybe mm-hmm. a scene or two each and then we're going to go or we're not even going to address Slipknot because he's going to die yeah and I just don't know how they could not see why that's a problem yeah because it makes it so clear that we're not supposed to care It, it we, you give us a level of how much we're supposed to care about each character it doesn't give really anybody a chance to steal the show yeah kind of like with um, again with Guardians of the Galaxy which I'm, I'm going to keep using it because it really does seem like they, they wanted this to be their Guardians of the Galaxy and so they deserve to be judged on that standard I think oh. um, Chris Pratt gets the most screen time for sure but that's because they follow him throughout the movie he's our clearly our main character and he yeah. picks up these other characters along the way and they all pretty much fall into place organically so that like by you know 10-20 minutes into the movie we, we've we got just about everybody lined up and, and they're all no. you know more or less on the same team we've been introduced to them all we understand who they all are and then we just kind of move forward, and every, there's there's balanced, it's a balanced team, just there's focus on Chris Pratt because he's the main character. This one, it feels very much like, yeah, we're just kind of going to push these guys specifically because we want the marketing, we think yeah. the marketing will work out for this if we do that, and it's so frustrating just because you can see the executives pointing at stuff on a screen and saying, yeah. I think we should have that more."
2: Well, that's what's weird about... The, that's, that's the problem is that they gave themselves way too many characters and then singled out two. Right. Because if you're going... If that's so clearly your intention... Because, again, one of the reasons Guardians of the Galaxy works so well is because they didn't give themselves too many characters to work with. Yeah. There, There's enough, but there's not too many. Yeah. Here, you... As enjoyable as Jai Courtney is, why is Captain Boomerang in the movie? Like, why is Killer Croc in the movie? Like... The Suicide Squad I know in the actual comics there's been a trillion different sure. you know people have come, King Shark you know there's always someone coming in and getting out but I don't know why in this they gave themselves so many characters because then inevitably people get left by the wayside especially in the same mo- in the year as Civil War which had a, as many if not more characters handled really well granted we'd also knew, we would also knew them already and it's sure. just I don't understand some of them, not all of them. So, some of them
0: yeah
2: um, and I just there, there, there's too many characters none of them are done that well except for like Diablo and Rick Flagg yep speaking of what's your best thing or worst thing Alex
3: <laughs>
1: <sighs> okay my best thing is the relationship between Deadshot and Rick Flagg sure because, genuinely funny because I wish that was the focus of the movie oh I love when he's doing the when he's the, the, the his
2: demands and he says something like I want like my wife can visit my ex-wife can visit my daughter occasionally but her boyfriend can't come. Darnell can't come. And Dar- Kim- Darnell's out. Can we go. Darnell's out. And there's like unblinking. There's this great back and forth between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. They were I, fun together. I
1: really like Joel Kinnaman. He might be my favorite like character in the movie yeah. or performance. Because again, he had a he had a clear point, a clear motivation. Um, I mean, they they completely rushed through his romance with June Moon. Well, so it's
0: like a montage that tastes yeah. like. Whereas, and this is
1: coming from the guy who does not
0: ever whereas, get bothered by Rust-Roy yeah, in movie. the book <laughs>
1: the, I have my actually, Okay, okay. she can, has his. can I just go ahead and say the book it's told chronologically it just goes through every sure. bit it starts off with June Moon it spends a couple of chapters talking about her finding Enchantress in the cave and it gives a lot more context as to why she's there and why she splits open that statue yeah and then it just jumps into, here's Deadshot's origin, here's Harley Quinn's origin, we're going to try and mix them together, and then, okay, they're Bell Belle Reve. And then Amanda Waller shows up and starts a Suicide Squad. There's not, like, origin, origin, oh hey, montage with everyone's origins, origin, okay, everyone's set up, oh hey, there's Slipknot. Yeah. Like, like it gives... The man who can climb and, in it. And Captain Boomerang and Slip... <laughs> it, like, it's like that, like, they just get brought in, but it's yeah. both him, it's Captain Boomerang and Slipknot. It's not like, there's a montage... Yeah. Uh-huh. with Captain Boomerang and Slipknot's not there it's what kind of ability is climbing let's just I hang know. on <laughs> like
2: and we're not talking about somebody like Spider-Man who has like these cool yeah. He's, this is just somebody who has a bunch of tools
1: yeah what did they? Need I'm to terrified climb? of heights oh, but well, I can also I can, can, can I just say you, you had this idea and I think this watched,
0: actually is how it is in the original comics what you're about to say
1: um, that Captain Boomerang tricks Slipknot into yes. trying it to see if the, the explosives work it's not the movie doesn't it no, But but that's the
0: thing is that... No, that's left out, they, out in the movie. Oh, they yeah, because yeah, do it yeah. in the movie. They kind of do it. Yeah. And in the Where, book,
1: they explicitly have... Harley Quinn goes, Oh, you were just trying to see if it worked, didn't you? You were just messing with him. And then Boomerang goes, Oh, I don't, I don't know what you're talking yeah.
0: about. In the movie, it's really weird. Because that was my first thought. I was like, Oh, this is going to be fun. They're going to do that. And then it's going to be like, yeah. Oh, that's really funny. And then... He, the he, he's gone. like, You should try it. And then Slipknot tries to like go to decline. Yeah. And then... Boomerang Captain Boomerang like throws his boomerang and tries to like kind of run away and then he gets captured like he, he gets stalked yeah, and, and Katana just, yeah. and Katana like puts her sword up against him. and it's never like explained that that's what he was trying to do it kind of just seems like he was like oh yeah we gotta get out of here and then he tries to escape and yeah. then Slipknot and like, he
2: just got lucky that she yeah, stopped him
0: yeah. yeah it's very weird um, and, I, and I believe that is from the straight from the comics is that originally it's, it, that's what's supposed to happen is that Slipknot gets killed that way by yeah. Captain Boomerang tricking him um and then Harley Quinn says something really stupid I can't remember about... Or no, that's a killer app.
1: Oh, yeah. Which is just a the worst. A horrific joke. That's in the book.
0: <laughs>
2: app jokes are just like... Um,
0: There's some other really bad millennial jokes in this movie, too. There's one...
2: The, the, okay. The, the bit of comedy, quote-unquote, that makes me so mad is when they're in the bar and Harley Quinn says something about, you know, we're all ugly on the inside. Yeah. What are those like rallying things? Except for him. And this this joke takes like a minute She goes, except for him And then they cut to Killer Croc Who goes, Urgh. and they cut back to her And she goes, he's ugly on the outside too They cut back to him, and he goes No, I'm not I'm
0: beautiful
2: Cut back to her Yeah, you are
0: It's not a joke It's not
2: a joke the, If she would just been like, we're all ugly on the inside Except for him And then he grunts, there's a joke or there's something and I'm like, "Ah, eh, that's cute." They they drag it on too long and then they nullify they they nullify the joke by having her go back on what sh- her original thing, which was, "No, you are pretty." It's uh, I can't tell you how mad that made me in the movie. <laughs> Another favorite uh, thing I have about this movie. When I was watching it the first time in the theater with my friend Sarah was sitting next to me, and every time the guy in the panda head would show up, she went, "Panda!" <laughs> And, and so At one point he goes Panda That's two panda sightings <laughs> So that's just become like a recur Every time I, I see Sarah I'm like how's it been I haven't. It's been two days since I've seen you It's become this whole thing Panda When I told her we were talking about that today She was like well you have to mention that we see a panda twice That's a very important part of this <laughs> Of this experience
1: yeah, Rift Flag and Deadshot. That should have been the heart of the movie. Like, sure. it should have been them hating each other, and then they grow to respect each other, and then they're like actually. A men in, like, like Men in Black? Yes, yes exactly. Sure. And then they're actually good friends at the end. Uh, huh. and, and just. There's glimpses of it here and there, but it's not nearly fleshed out enough for me to care, right. Right. despite it being yeah. the most interesting thing that I have found in the mm-hmm. movie. Um, my worst thing is going to be the editing. This is one of the worst, most poorly edited movies oh, yeah. I have ever seen. Yes. Yes.
0: We well, haven't even talked
1: about the soundtrack yet, have we? Half no. The, half a movie. No. No. Well, though, the editing is, is
2: horrendous. I have like three things I want to talk about the editing. Because, will
1: the editing and David Ayer go hand in hand yeah. to me. But and this, the this is yeah. what happens when you get a trailer house to edit your movie. It's yep. going to feel like a two hour trailer. I feel like we watched half a movie.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and like I said like reading the book and knowing how it's supposed to be paced and knowing everything's supposed to be chronological there's not supposed to be origin stories no. origin stories montage of origin stories they're okay I guess we're at the plot they, now they reuse
0: they it's such an inefficient movie they so I think we get two Will Smith origins something like that I, I, or not origins but like
2: we have him. we show him killing the gangster and then we have, show him with his daughter and Batman Okay. Well, so first,
1: well, no, well, first, we show him in prison.
3: Oh, yeah. We, we in do prison.
1: intros of both him and Harley in prison. Then we go to Amanda Waller, and she's like, "Oh, here's Deadshot, here's Harley Quinn." And then right, right, right. That's what, that's what it is. So, so, then, so, we
0: have, we have, we get introduced to Deadshot and Harley Quinn, and then Amanda Waller introduces Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Yeah.
1: And, and then and we then, get introduced to them again yes. Yes. when her and Rick Flag show up to Bell Rive. Hmm. Right. Is it right. Reeve or Rev? Uh, who cares? Um, it'd be Rev. Okay.
0: Oh. And then uh, Amanda Waller makes the pitch to to in, in, to make the Suicide Squad happen twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, we see a flashback twice where they, So so there's the thing with Enchantress um, where they they have or she and Rick Flag have a relationship, and then they go underneath the sewers to blow up her the, well, brother. The, the
1: idea is he gives her a bomb and says, "Hey, set it for two seconds. Go find your brother, blow him up, and then come right back." Yes. However,
0: however, the first time this happens, we don't get the bomb. The bomb is not there. Yeah.
1: They're just and like, hey, June, you're going to do something. And yes. she's like, I really don't want to. And then it cuts. And then, uh, is that the point where, where uh, it cuts to Amanda Waller and, and Rick Flax just like over the intercom? He's like, she got away! Yeah. yeah, and so we're just like, wait, what? And then we go, we flash oh, back oh, to that. And then Amanda Waller, uh, <laughs> it's one of my favorite moments in the movie where she's just like stabbing the heart like just <laughs> w- she's got like a pin or something yeah,
3: yeah some,
0: Um, but then we flash back to that again towards the end because we have to show that he had a bomb there but he set the bomb for two seconds so it makes no sense that he was able to stop that before uh, the enchanters got away the book explains it the book not the movie it. I'm I just, I'm just get to that in a second but the book or in the uh, the movie um, yeah we flash back to that in the the third act and it's the same scene we just now see that she there's a bomb involved yeah and it's like supposed to be a twist
3: i guess
1: i don't know what, what, what were you gonna say about the book the book doesn't have that first scene it, because okay sure it's irrelevant but we just get to the second but scene. we're talking about the editing though yeah is, is what
0: i'm saying yeah. and that's the problem and the same thing happens with like the editing completely screws up the quote-unquote third act twist with uh where where we're, we're, we're supposed the, the the squad is supposed to find out about oh Enchantress was created you know by the I mean I, I guess I mean, the fact that they're saving Amanda Waller
1: is also third act twist and that's just dumb but her excuses she still wanted to be in the city to examine what Enchantress was up to and turning people into soldiers but
0: she's not actually like that's dumb yeah there to she's not actually doing anything to
1: they have monitors
0: and stuff whatever um. The other twist, though, is that uh, it's
1: almost—it almost feels like this is a first draft of a movie that's been edited horribly.
0: Yep. Uh, but also, Will Smith. Oh
3: my God! Will Smith
0: finds finds the binder that like shows him that Enchantress is the the you know
1: Enchantress is the key to all this. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the the villain. And then they all flip she's out. A, she's a funnier character than we've yeah, ever so, had in these so, movies.
0: Uh, they all flip out, and then they all go to the bar, and that's. But like we get a re-explanation of her relationship with Rick Flagg at that yeah. point even though we've already yeah. gone
1: through all that at the beginning of the movie right, and right, right. oh my lord. It's, it's just constant exposition dumps and ha like, like they spend half of a scene going oh here's exposition we've already told you yeah. and yeah. then here's the new stuff. Yeah. It feels like it over and over it, and it over really again.
2: Is. Well the first time I was watching it I was thinking when's the movie actually like, when are we in the movie now? Yeah. Because it kept... And, and what I think they should have done is assemble uh, the squad, however long it takes, however they get there. Yeah. And then have them go on, like, a baby mission. like yeah. a, Like a tutorial mission in a video game. Yeah. Just so then we get to see everybody use their abilities, not powers... We get to see everybody throw their thing or shoot their thing. Yeah, hit stuff with a bat. Exactly. Throw a boomerang. Like, we get to see everybody do their, their specialty, yeah. and we get to see some of the interplay between them, and you sure. go, okay, maybe, or maybe have a montage of them going to different locations and beating up gangsters yeah. or taking down, you know, guys, uh, drones with Superman, whatever. Somebody's yeah. got to destroy those drones now that he's not here. Yeah. You know, taking out whatever. <laughs> and then have them do the, and then through that have Enchanters go bad. And then have them yep. go fight Enchantress or whoever at the end. Because otherwise, what we get is, all right, you're there, your first mission, and it's also the biggest thing you'll ever do! And it's also Amanda Waller's fault. Yep. Right. Like, I, 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 having I really their would've...
1: first mission be, oh, we have to fix Amanda Waller's problem. That, yeah. that just, that's well, the same a same horrible time, first step.
2: Save the world, and also, yeah, exactly. Like, it was, I really would have liked if we had just seen them do a, a a bunch of smaller missions. Oh, yeah. See, like, like you, do,
1: you, show, you show their first mission and have it be, like, a ten-minute scene and they, they're horrible right. at it because they don't know how to work as a team. Yeah. And it's like, oh, montage, we're going to train, we're going to get better, better, about. better.
0: They go somewhere where you actually need have, a boomerang.
1: Have right. someone, have some
0: random other person get blown up.
1: Yeah. Like have yeah. Some... And, and use some famous comic book location, like Santa Prisca. Because yeah. isn't that, yeah. like, supposed to be, like, a terrible place to live? Yeah, that's where Bane comes from. Yeah. Like, have them yeah. go there for some mission you or know, something. Yeah, yeah, do something that
2: actually requires a crocodile man or a little bit of tasteful
0: fan service. Yeah, yeah, and
2: and And that would that would be kind of a fun way for us to see. And then you get a chance to have the characters who aren't going to do as much in that final fight because you have a boomerang. um, (laughs) Do something because again, and and they wrote themselves into a hole when they decided to make Enchantress the bad guy because none of them can beat her because none
1: of them have powers
2: except for Diablo. Except somehow they do. Yeah,
1: just I mean, Katana could take her, I guess. Yeah, he swords. Sword. He's yeah. got their back.
2: <laughs> but everybody else, like Rick Deadshot is just a more accurate Rick flag. And yep. Harley has a bat and a mallet. Yep. <laughs> she's got a couple of melee weapons. Yeah. Boomerang's got quips and a and a boomerang. Yep. Jenny Jenny Nicholson, her her script her she has a fake pitch for Suicide Squad that's really funny. Where she's like cutting back for herself as a as like Amanda Waller and the yep. person she's selling it to. And she says something like, So who are all these People... Well, these are... This guy's very good... A very good shot. And this guy's kind of a crocodile. What about that? He has a boomerang. But I don't... It comes back. And then they just keep... <laughs> like, it's so... And I like how boomerang... Like, Jay, Jay Courtney's fun in this. How
1: boomerang's a... Sure, he's a fine villain, I guess. Yeah. Fine character. But... And why don't you... Like, if you're going to have a character as ridiculous as Captain Boomerang, why not go all the way? Like, yeah. they just have him with regular boomerangs, and then one with, like, a camera on it, so they can get some footage later. Sure. Like, why not have, like, trick boomerangs? Yep. Yeah, like, yeah. go all out.
2: But he's got, like, and they're
1: sharp. This, <laughs> yeah. kind of, this kind of leads into something else. The action
0: in this movie is terrible. Really bad. I really, really hate it. Everyone yeah. is, is like, oh, well, you know, there's the scene with shot and he's on the cars, and he shoots... That's not interesting. Best
2: action scene in the movie is Deadshot testing out the weapons in the prison. Yes, to show it, what he even can do. That is lame. Because, That's still boring. Yeah.
0: Because so here's here's something I, I was thinking about this when we were watching it the other day. It's he's got this target range and he's just shooting at things. There. That's all he does. That's all yeah. he does. It's it's fun at first because he's like like he shoots it in the air and then he's like, oh man, you get you put real bullets and then he flips out and, and yeah. you know that's really funny like shoots holes through all the targets.
1: And I think that's actually one of the better song choices. That yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 energetic, but then it just keeps
0: going and it's just like okay, he's he's shooting them in the head. That's great. It's a different weapon. It's a different it would have been so much more. In, there are so many ways you could have made that more interesting. Yeah, you, it should have been. I, I I have the idea. I would have loved if if he had shot a Batman logo. Oh, into one yeah. of them if, if there had been moving targets if, if he mm-hmm. had if it was mm-hmm. an obstacle course I think Alex you, you mentioned that where like he's having to run around and do stuff while he's doing this yeah, yeah. something and I also feel like it would have been a lot of fun if because Griggs we haven't even mentioned Griggs have we the, the prison oh, guy not
1: yeah. uh... what if it was um, they have him go through the obstacle course and like his last target they have like a Batman cut out just to see how he would handled the situation like if oh, he loses yeah. his mind or something yeah.
0: that'd be cool yeah and, and there's so many different ways to, and like I when when he first uh, shoots the bullet into the air, I thought for sure that they were setting it up where it was going to come down on Griggs. Mm. Like when he shoots in the air, and yeah. it, and that would have been like if he just like shoots in the air at one point and then it comes down and kills Griggs, and they're like, oh well, okay, okay, yeah, because yeah. just because they they don't. Resolve that at all I don't think that would have worked with the pacing Within the pacing Of the actual movie But Sure sure They don't resolve Griggs at all And he's just kind of set up As this weird Mini enemy For the, the, the no, guys
1: No because He gets He gets threatened by Joker And he's like Hey you're gonna be my new friend Give Harley Quinn the cell phone And then He gives her the cell phone While speaking loud enough That all the soldiers Walking around them Would be able to hear He's not whispering in the slightest. Yep. And then he's like, can, can, you, can you tell Joker that I treated you well? And she goes, you're so screwed. And then that's the last we get of him. Yep. Like, And then it's, then it's done. That's it. Wow.
3: Um,
1: Which is just... A, and then, of course, he
0: ties into the Joker subplot, which is also just goes nowhere because Harley Quinn doesn't have, like, an arc re- relating to Joker. It's just kind of like... Oh, oh he shows way. up and then she... Then he... The, the, the helicopter crashes for the third freaking time in this movie and then she jumps out of it. I have a huge out of
2: it. I have a huge problem with that bit as well that it's this whole thing okay, Joker's going to get Harley out of the suicide squad. Yeah. And then he gets her out and he fake dies and then she immediately decides to come back. That scene accomplished nothing. Nope. All it did no, was make her go Never mind. Uh, because that's not the that that's not the the point in the movie where they decide to be a team. That's in the bar.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, it's fifteen minutes of wasted space. Yeah, and, and because it, we need more Joker, I it's guess. not
0: conflict. Like she she has no control over anything. That's, she doesn't make a choice or anything.
1: Yeah, and she's like,
2: I want out of the Suicide At that point, they all do. Yeah. None of them want to be there. So it's not like they all made this decision to be a yeah. team, and then she's like, Should I go? Like, what should I do? And there's no reason to fake kill the Joker because we all know he's not going to
1: die. Okay, yeah. here's what you do. As much to, as we wish to make would. it immediately more interesting. <laughs> You have to be most of the movie, they're building up, oh, we're being a team, we're being a team. Yeah. The final mission that they go on is getting Joker in Arkham Asylum because he's taken over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that mm-hmm. way you're like, oh, how's Harley gonna really react? Because love of her life, yeah, 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 this yeah. new family that she's grown to care yeah. about. That doesn't like, abuse her. Oh, we really don't know which way she's gonna turn. Right. Like, you know, something interesting. Yeah. And then if you're if you're like, oh, well, why isn't Batman there? You could be like, Oh, it's happening at the same time as Justice League Batman's off finding finding are the, the other team members, whatever.
0: There's a really fun X Men First Class type movie buried way underneath this script. Yeah. Yes, where you know you you've got time to train them, and mm-hmm. you know you would sort of do that for missions. And but we get long more than long enough to get introduced to all these characters and kind of get to know them. Yeah, and then you know then maybe we can jump into the third act. But instead, it's whatever. How
2: sad is it that a bunch of the cast got squad tattoos? Because I feel like there's no, no... I don't know what their experience is like. Maybe they all love each other. Yeah. But like when all the Fellowship of the Ring, all yeah. the all the Lord of the Rings actors got like... Well, I think it was like the Elvish or something tattooed on something them. Something like that. All of them like, yeah, because you spent two, three years in New Zealand away from your families, like and making filming this just... These incredible movies. Spectacular, you know... It like really creates... Cinematic experiences. Yeah, and, and you're there with each other. I mean, like, how... And plus to know, like, those characters. But I'm like oh cool Jai Courtney and Adam Beach both like remember that movie we did I'll never forget and apparently Margot Robbie like spelled it wrong on somebody when she yep. was making it because I heard her when she and Tina Fey were doing press for Whiskey Tango Fox right there on Colbert and Margot Robbie tells that story and Tina Fey goes good time to be pretty <laughs> and I was like internalized misogyny is a problem in America but also <laughs> it is fine. also here's I'm looking at the trivia to help us uh just like Jared Leto more, when perfecting the joker's laugh, perfecting being a
1: strong word,
3: ah, 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 Jared Leto ah, pub- ah,
1: The fact that I can do it that easily signals a problem. Okay well, well, well,
2: to get there, Jared Leto publicly tried different laughs in New York City and Toronto to see which ones made people the most uncomfortable. So what a sure! He's also a douche.
0: That's not like that's not a good
2: oh God,
0: uncomfortable. That's not a good measure at all.
2: That's just him being a jerk. Like that's all that is. Like that's apparently there, there, there are several scenes of Killer Croc's backstory were cut, including depicting his entire life as a social outcast due his appearance, convincing himself he's beautiful in his own way, cross paths with Batman. Um, that's th- there, there, there were also scenes displaying his affinity for making sculptures
1: out of discarded materials. Okay, there aren't specific scenes about that in the book, but he does talk about a lot of that.
2: Also, deleted was a scene where he becomes sick during the helicopter escort to Midway City, throws up half digested pieces of goat, and then eats them again, disgusting the nearby seals.
1: There's something similar to that where he's vomiting inside the plane. I don't know if that's ex- exclusively the extended edition or not. I don't know. I just and know then, that. And then Harley goes, Party foul! And yeah, that's it. That's funny. That's,
0: that's the joke, I guess.
2: I'm so mad. <laughs>
0: um, back to the action, though. I, I, I yeah. oh. to finish that. Um, but part of the problem is just the, the people they're fighting that's exactly what I was about to say it's the most generic and, and this really really frustrates me because the enemies that they're, the grunts that they're fighting are humans they're yeah. com- humans that have been turned into these weird black goo monsters and they, they talk about that once yeah. they're like oh yeah those are humans well, too bad they don't try and figure out if they can no, save they're them they're just like
1: oh we can't change
0: it back there's no well, why not there's no maybe moral if, maybe if
1: we get it in, to Enchantress maybe we can force her to change her back there's
0: no moral conundrum about whether they should kill them or try and keep them alive and get to Enchantress without
1: killing it it's just like no that's that's too high level thinking Yeah, that'll bore, it, that'll bore the dumbasses to actually and think
0: then, and so now you're stuck with a bunch of grunts that we don't care about and we're kind of like wait you guys are just killing humans and I know you're supposed to be bad guys but you don't act like bad guys in the slightest in this movie whatever um, except yeah. for you rob a couple of things I guess yeah Uh. And you tell us that you're bad guys, right? <laughs> but yeah, and, and so it's the most boring grunts. And then there's just some fights where they're just beating grunts over the head with baseball bats. And Captain Boomerang like throws maybe throws. A and they're like the Resident
1: points. Evil like lumpy head
3: things.
0: And then Deadshot just stands in a car and shoots. for I from.
1: appreciate some of the design because the idea is that they're like tar looking monsters with yeah. eyes covering they're, them. They're the Putty Patrol from Power Rangers. Sure. Okay, it would have been better if they actually used those cheap costumes for the Putty that. Patrol. That would have been beautiful. But I, I think it's 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 an interesting design that ultimately goes nowhere. Yeah, or, or like it's an interesting concept, not a good design.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, like yeah. the fact that they're just covered with eyes. I don't know what that's supposed to signify. Yeah. I don't know how that relates back to Enchantress in some thematic. I would way. say duality in some. I would say family.
2: Apparently, Ryan Gosling was approached to be the Joker. But he turned it down because he didn't want to do multi uh,
1: multiple pictures. He like, didn't want to commit to that much. Can, can we just have him? It would have been interesting. Just have him do actor. one Batfleck movie and just say he's Joker and forget about Jared Leto. Like yeah. like the
2: Terrence Howard, Don Cheadle, and
1: yeah, Marvel. Yeah. I, I Ryan Gosling, and I don't think Ryan Gosling would
2: pull any of that crap that Leto did. I think no. he would just like do his job because he's yeah. a, he's be a cool dude.
1: Oh, but you mean because he's you know it's an actor, yeah, not mm. a not a. A jerk. Probably, uh, this, this, this. go that. This far. goes
0: back to, to why all the characters the fact that all the characters are underpowered is that if they're going to be really underpowered and not have any purpose for being on the team you need to show us how they can be valuable like you were saying with uh, Britain with the, the missions and everything yeah. that would that would be one of my... but if you're going to do that you need to have really creative action sequences that showcase why these characters yeah. are important and why they can do things that other characters wouldn't be able to do mm-hmm. like why normal soldiers
1: wouldn't be able to do exactly. when, when Killer Croc's main thing is oh at the end he can swim underwater and set up a bomb exactly yeah
0: and, and then Diablo, like we talked about, he turns into a big fire dude. And that's not even a very good fight, but at least something is Incubus happening. Incubus looks terrible. Yes. His, her Enchantress is a Do they actually brother. call him Incubus
3: in I the movie? I think so. Like, that,
0: that's, that's Enchantress's brother's name. Yeah. I'd call him Enchantor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Enchantro. I don't know. <laughs> Enchantro. Apparently, and Noyak Baje did, like, tons of research over, like, tons of comics for Killer Aww. Croc. And, like, like researched cannibalism and crocodiles and like really did his homework and also Harley Quinn's bat was given as a gift to uh, Kevin Smith
1: yeah no no no. I've seen seen the picture because he gave it to his daughter Harley Quinn Smith and that that, okay that's the part of the story that's sweet and cute no there's a picture of her holding it and she's clearly like about to burst into tears she's so happy and Kevin Smith's like I got it that's nice yeah
2: the first part is like what are you doing we need (laughs) to get rid of this thing here you go Kev
1: oh cool man this is crazy
2: <laughs> and then he's like
1: I got, it I got it a podcast where I sometimes talk about Batman was <laughs> fine it?
0: that might be the best name coming out of this movie <laughs> <laughs> Harley Quinn Smith got a bat was yep.
3: that's, uh, that's,
1: <laughs> <What's> the best <laughs> name
2: ever be? a little girl got a Christmas present can they,
1: can they make yoga hosers too and she yes. just got that bat with can I no make no explanation can they make it anyway
2: <laughs> well, they, well she can be a Moose Jaws most anticipated movie mm. of all time god I'm so excited for Moose Jaws how does? I love yoga hoser's now. After this movie, I was, it was when when I first saw Fair enough Suicide Squad, and I I, I was, Alex and I saw it together. It was late. We were grumpy. We talked in the parking lot for
1: a while. It cemented our friendship. I had school the next day, and we talked until like three in the morning. Well, we're making memories. We <laughs> no filter. No, because we were trying to dissect. We were just like, what is wrong with yeah. this movie? Like like. I, I I knew it was bad, but I couldn't right. decide like what specifically about it was wrong.
2: Well, what bugged me about it was at first it was disappointment. So I was excited to see these characters. And it was late and I was grumpy. Watching it the second time, I was just annoyed. I was like,, I, this is just bad. Yeah. Like I thought maybe I would not like it the second time, but have a little more fun with it because the disappointment was already settled, and I just was more disappointing, more disappointed because I'm also I'm playing Arkham Origins right now mm-hmm. with Deadshot. And a little bit of Harley and the Joker, yeah, and like a lot of these characters. So I'm like, a few days ago, I had heard Mark Campbell's Joker, and um, I had seen there were Deadshot, yeah. And I don't know if any of the other, I don't know if there's any other crossover. Um, but I, so I'm just like, that's who these people are. And then there's this. We want what? What about Batman?
1: Because <laughs> he's in this. Okay, he's in it. He's better than he is in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> But he's still kind of terrible. I mean, yeah. it's just, he literally just goes, I don't want to do this in front of your daughter. Then why are you doing it in front of his daughter? And then, he, <laughs> exactly. and then she steps in front of him and is like, oh, Batman, that's cool. Use her as a human shield. That sounds horrible. Yeah,
2: because right? m- most other Batman would be like,
1: No nope. And didn't you say in the book it's... In the book, Deadshot walks her home to his ex-wife, then walks away, and then Batman and him get, to, get into a scuffle. Batman beats him up, and then I believe he... Either Deadshot or Batman says something to the effect, like... I'm glad you didn't have to do this in front of my daughter. Or, I'm. I'm thank you for not doing this in front of my daughter. Yeah. I'm like, w- why didn't you just... Why did you change it? I don't understand. And then, okay, okay. The whole thing at the end where Enchantress is flashing them visions of what they truly want... Yeah. Both Deadshot and Harley Quinn's wishes make no sense. Right. I don't know. I kind of like Harley's. I th- I kind of like that idea because that kind of is... If that's deep down what she wants, I guess. But like that
0: kind of, but that kind of. So Harley traditional
1: Harley Quinn wouldn't want Joker to not be the Joker.
0: I see. That's the the. So yeah her her memory or her dream is that. Uh, the Joker,
1: her and, and Joker and, form like a nuclear family. Yeah, type yeah
0: there's thing. just there's just like a, a nice like settled down family, and I, I kind of like that a lot. That she kind of that you know fell in love with this weird sympathetic Joker that was all just an act, and then fell in too far. And she 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 does hold like serious like affection for for this this Joker that she thought she knew, and that he kind of turns on whenever whenever he feels like she's drawing away from him. Yeah. Um. And then like like I actually really like all that. You this Harley Quinn is not nearly complex enough. That to, would be for, actually to pretty cool. That.
1: Like they have these intimate moments where where like. Like, if he's being abusive, then he suddenly turns into, like, he's a normal guy. Yeah. And then he turns into, like, this crazy
0: yeah, no, joker. That's, and that's kind of what the the idea is. And I really liked. I actually really think that's a good idea. But you did not earn that in the slightest to, to kind of tell us that this is... Like, that needs to be... You need to spend a good... that That would only work in an actual Harley Quinn Joker movie where you have spent the first, like, two acts showing Harley Quinn's descent into you know yeah. the Joker's insanity oh,
1: can, can I also say for these people that are like oh I love the Joker Harley romance it's great no it's not it's he he, mm-hmm. he performs electric shock therapy on her this isn't a romance this is a horror story and yeah,
0: then she it's just fine I guess
2: we know Emma Roberts was offered the role interesting as was Emma Watson or Emma Watson was considered
0: Excuse interesting
2: me. I, I, I would have liked that <laughs> that would have been really weird. Yeah. And apparently David Ayer cast Cara Delevingne before there was an actual script. I wonder if Emma Watson would have put up with Jared Leto's crap. No, she wouldn't have. She would have read him a book and then punched him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, he Cara Delevingne played Enchantress. He asked her to prepare for the role as Enchantress by stripping naked in the woods, preferably underneath a full moon, and walking in the mud at night. Which, I feel like that's how Cara Delevingne spends her spring anyway. <laughs> She was like... She reportedly did so on the secluded compound of her sister's mansion.
0: How did someone find this out?
2: I don't know. For some... Jared (laughs) Letta,
0: Was it Captain Boomerang's video, (laughs) video (laughs) video, Boomerang? Wow, look at that.
1: Okay, but but getting back to the visions. And then Deadshot's vision is that he shoots Batman. Not that he has his daughter. It's that he kills Batman. Yeah. What? That's not what he wanted. Yeah. And you haven't really shown that, oh, he is like... Batman this is his mortal enemy. You haven't really shown that. It's just Batman showed up and got him arrested. Yeah.
0: Also an inherent problem um, that that I kind of touched on earlier. None of these guys are villains. Like, they are played as really. villains. I, Harley Quinn robs himself, I get. I mean, and she hangs out with the Joker, so I guess she qualifies. But, like, Will Smith is a sympathetic dude who just, like,
2: who likes his daughter? Yeah, and he's just like a mercenary for hire. Like, and it, it seems it, like his motivation. He's like, and I don't
0: think he ever. I don't. I think in the one scene we see of him shooting somebody, I'm pretty sure. Isn't there a line about how he's not like like the guy he's killing is like a,
1: he's a mobster? Yeah, he's, he's a rat. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. Well, the mobsters want him to want Deadshot to shoot this guy before he tells on them. Yeah, before he squeals. So. Okay. Because so, it well wasn't like they went. Hey, it's hard to decipher what that scene is trying to say, but the book. The book okay. gives you okay. context.
2: Well, that's... Well, because yeah, this seems like... This Deadshot seems like a guy who found out the thing he was good at. Maybe he was, maybe he was having trouble holding down a job. Realized he was good at this. Became a mercenary so he could provide for his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And Harley just seems like she's been tricked by the Joker, which is what Harley is. Yeah. Um, Boomerang's just, like, a thief. Yeah. Diablo is, like... Seems like, honestly, a nice guy who, like, got, like, drawn into the gang no, life. No,
1: that's why... I think that should have been the third act twist when they get into the bar and like he's been talking the whole time about it. I don't I'm not doing violence anymore I'm done yeah. with that I don't kill people anymore you guys need to stop and then like they, they make a big deal about it in the book he's like yeah I killed my uh, I've killed women and children before because he's talking to Deadshot and he goes have you ever killed women and children and Deadshot's like no I only kill men yeah. and uh, Diablo goes I have mm.
0: I mean isn't that kind of it's not, not I mean it's kind of a twist they kinda of play it like that.
1: Yeah, but I, I I'm saying like they should have focused more on that being the third act yeah. twist instead of Amanda Waller being in the building uh, for gosh. no reason. No, whatever. Their, their mission is to take down Superman level threats. Why why is their objective to rescue someone from a building? And 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 like I said,
2: if if you take down super level threats, why do you give people to have boomerangs and baseball bats? Wait, like, people...
1: like when when the internal like thesis of the movie yeah. does not work, how do you expect anything else to work? Because all
2: she all they had to do was change what her pitch, and instead of with Superman, we didn't know what we were getting into. We got to be prepared. If her pitch was, "Hey, now we know there are some people out there that have some special abilities because of Superman. Yeah. We want to take care of jobs that we don't want to be responsible yeah. for. Yeah, there there could some.
1: be sticky situations with these metahumans that the government cannot necessarily interfere with. So we're well, gonna we're yeah. gonna have to interfere with it our like this way.
2: Yeah, this is a special team, as opposed to hey, if Superman's evil, we'll send." Harley Quinn and uh uh, uh flipping like and when you climb up and to when where he you is establish is,
1: Amanda I'm Waller is, is giving <laughs> Batman tips about where bad guys are, why is she not calling him or the Flash or any of these people? She has files on them in the after credit scene. Why is she not calling them up and be like, "Hey, save the world"? Yep. There are actually scenes of Katana's
2: Soul Taker sword, but they don't use it in the movie. Yep.
1: This is Katana! She's got my back! <laughs> she just shows up out of nowhere.
2: I keep forgetting how young Margot Robbie is. She was turned 25 while, doing, while making this movie. Wow. Yeah, no, she's younger than me. I'm 74. Um. <laughs> Vixen, Multiplex, and Mindboggler were added in the film's original script. I don't know who any of them are. I really wish we had a movie where there was someone named Multiplex and Mindboggler. My
1: guess would be they're Joker's thugs, like the with the panda. Hat and,
2: stu- yeah, and the, no. the,
3: the, the weird. I want guy. Multiplex
2: just to be a guy that knows a lot about movies, and that's his his weapon. <laughs> yeah, we gotta take this guy out. Oh my god, this is like Dirty Dozen. <laughs> this is like Santa buddy he's you know they should have called this movie Suicide Buddies.
1: So what are we, some kind of suicide buddies? <laughs> and it really is just like. Do you want to talk about how terrible that line is? Because I, I know you. Oh, I our, hate that. Our one. favorite joke.
0: That is the worst title drop I've ever seen. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I I I'm I'm kind of indifferent to it. I don't let, I don't hate it that much. Let
0: me let me point out just. I
1: would prefer if the operation was just Operation Suicide Squad. Like, why not just make that the title name? Considering. Mm-hmm this is a movie where you have a guy with a boomerang trying to fight a giant creature yeah. thing with a blue light that shoots up into the sky.
0: My problem is that that's still... Oh, we've got to kind of skirt around it and, you know, we don't
1: really, like...
0: Comic book superheroes are kind of... It's a little
1: lame. Okay, I, I get you on that, that argument. It's, it's, okay.
0: it's the Snyder logic of, oh, we can't really have them talk in the suits because it's kind of dumb. Yeah. So we're going to kind of... Get around that a little. Have them fight a little. It's it's the same idea where it's and, and it just sounds dumb. Um, <laughs> it, there's no like that's such a weird thing for a character to come up with. Yeah, like that's 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 a writer. That's something a writer comes up with. That's not something just a random character would be like. Oh yeah, we're the the Suicide Squad. That'd be it's it's this. It's I feel the same way. Actually, I don't. Uh, uh, basically the, the reason I hate this one is because of that um but let me just point point at some examples of kind of like what I'm comparing this to because can I just say I, I
1: think the worst one I've seen is in The Incredible Hulk where the scientist man is being threatened by abomination and, he, and he's like the, the mixture of chemicals in your DNA could be an abomination <laughs> I, think the, I think that's I think that's the bad. worst one um, funny but, but bad
0: yeah um uh, I'm just thinking of, like, I know in, uh, like, in the Avengers, um, Robert Downey Jr. is, or Iron Man's talking to Loki, and then he's like, uh, we ne- we may not be able to s- to s- save the world, or something like that, but you you can be darn sure we'll avenge it. Yeah. Something like that. And, th- and that's a little wonky. Yeah. It's a little, but at least they're like, okay, so. It worked. You know, <laughs> Boom. The, the not, tone of that movie
1: allowed for a line like that. Yeah, yeah. And, whereas this one doesn't know what it wants and to and like
0: I'm thinking of Age of Ultron where at the end he's like Avengers and then it, it like it cuts off at the Avengers Assemble yeah. which is just like cheeky like it's just fun because like that's just, a, that's just Joss Whedon because it's like okay they're going to do that like they, subse- they totally would have no problem with being like Avengers Assemble which yeah. is subsequently We've
1: got, stolen in fan stick I was going to point that out
0: have you seen fan no I haven't oh it's hilarious at the end I, I can't remember exactly how it works
1: that's a movie where it's so bad it's good yeah it's it's I so funny to watch oh. no but it gets to the end and then uh, the thing goes oh this is fantastic and then Reed goes wait wait could, could you say that again yeah it's fantastic because they're trying to come up with a name and, yeah. Reed, and Reed goes hey guys I think I've got it okay here it is and then it cuts
2: <laughs> that, that's okay. That's fun. Apparently, it's, it's so dumb. But it... apparently, Margot Robbie kept the live rat that Jared Leto sent her, and she gave it a name: Rat Rat.
1: <laughs> I think you just broke Tyler.
3: What is this movie?
2: Maybe it's okay that she's married. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would. I love her, but so. She just, Okay, so she's not gifted at nomenclature. Who sure? is? Are you
1: sure Jared Leto didn't? Aaron name Sorkin.
2: <laughs> Jared Leto. He also did a band 30 Seconds to Mars, so yeah, maybe. That's mean. Sorry, Jared. It's
1: gonna Which be okay. Rat
0: rat. This combination of creative talent quote unquote talent. Just like on this movie is Yeah.
1: just so Do you want to talk about the soundtrack?
0: Oh yeah, we haven't we haven't, even we haven't about it. really addressed it. This is the biggest reason why it seems like it's a gar- they're, go- they're trying to make it the new Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: I mean, they flat out steal spirit of the they sky. They steal spirit of the No, yeah. I, I love how they they have like five or, or six songs before that. It's like, okay, I see what you're doing. You're trying to do a Guardians of the Galaxy type thing. It's annoying, and you're totally ripping them off, but okay. And then it's just like, oh, we're blatantly stealing songs from them now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I guess that's the level we've been reduced Every, to.
0: Everyone's bashed this, you know... A, the high heaven, I, I totally.
1: There's like three songs within the first five minutes. Yeah, yeah.
0: basically they just. It's it's literally. It, there's no craft to choose it. There's no like. Oh, we kind of have to handpick these songs to make it. It's them the most cool.
1: obvious popular choices it's, for these songs. It's
0: freaking. I mean, it's "Spirit in the Sky." It's Bohemian yeah. it's no. Rhapsody.
2: House uh, of the Rising House Sun. House of the Rising Sun, which I love that
1: song. Sympathy for the Double. Yeah, sure. Uh, was it
2: a uh, uh, the Oh God. What did they use for Killer Croc? Oh, Fortunate Son. Yes, Yeah,
0: cre- Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: um, which that's a little less. Obvious, but yeah, but like, like still, su- these are super freak for Mar- for Harley. All Harley. of
0: these super popular songs. Oh, there's... for
1: no, for her second one. Oh, the, the other yeah. one is "You Don't Own Me." There's a yeah, couple yeah, of like
0: yeah. like rap songs and stuff like that. And it's it's all very popular. It's all very obvious. There's no there's no like theme to all of them. It's just like the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack is so perfectly. You know, like selected to be to to fit along with the movie, and they're yeah. very—they're not. I mean, some of them are popular, but a lot of them are very obscure. I mean, hooked on a feeling. I don't think anybody really like would have yeah. been able to. I mean, I'm—I I know they're—I knew of it, but it yeah, wasn't. it's not—it's but like no one would have expected that to be their headliner song, right? But he chose it because he was like, "This is what works for the movie." And and the entire soundtrack is all of these like '70s type of stuff that just works so well. Yeah. And it's such a such a great selection well, of songs. It
1: makes sense with the story because. Peter Quill has has the tape. Yeah, like yeah, at they least work it in. Like the songs are a part of of the the mythology of the movie.
0: Yeah,
1: it's not just hey, we're playing popular songs now. And we love popular songs, and, and, they're,
0: and they're, we're going to give it like thirty seconds. And, and it's the, again the the transparent marketing, which is again an aspect I think of the trailers. The trailer studio. The marketing
1: was good.
0: Yeah, sure, but I'm,
2: oh, the I'm trailer, saying the is. trailer <laughs> said to I started a joke was pretty cool. Okay, but,
1: okay. Can I just say the marketing for all of the DCEU movies has been pretty spectacular. Other than the final Batman vs Superman yeah, trailer, where it's just like, "Hey,
0: Doomsday!" But that's that's what I'm getting at, though, is that you can tell that this is this was edited by a trailer, not because of the fact that it's badly oh, edited. Can I just you say? You can
1: tell apparently. Not finish. A, no, no, but apparently, with the, the trailer company, <laughs> you tried. Do what I could. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's that's what I'm saying. Is just it, it's a trailer studio edited this movie. And you can tell not because of the fact, ju- not just because of the fact that it's badly done, but because just within the first like twenty minutes, every single thing seems calculated to be oh, this is the thing people will want to see. Yeah, right. Like it's it's about marketing. It's about focus groups. We gotta get we gotta hit the the audience the way they they want it. We gotta get the popular songs all in. We gotta get the popular characters in. We gotta
1: focus on those. It's <sighs> apparently there were two trailer studios that worked on this movie I think so the first one that did that initial Comic Con trailer was the one that edited the movie Uh it wasn't the one that did the Bohemian Rhapsody and Ballroom Blitz trailers that was a different trailer house apparently
0: they don't even use Ballroom Blitz in this movie do they?
1: no and it's so disappointing and Ballroom Blitz was the best one like when I
0: first saw the trailer with the Bohemian Rhapsody I was like this is kind of lame like, that, 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 that's, me, such a, that's such an obvious thing so uninspired Ballroom Blitz I was like oh that's that's fun that's a, that's different that's Oh yeah a, that's a great song that's, that's a which is by the thing.
2: same band that did Fox and the Run which is the song that's used funny that's funny. The, that's funny The Guardians funny. of the Galaxy Volume 2 Yeah, it's called, they're called Sweet continue <sighs> Apparently, um God. one of the trivias is though the movie, the movie was made by comic fans and featured a lot of Easter eggs, and I was like, No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It was made by a studio. <coughs> this is we, we we've talked about this how this and BVS are, are, are bad in very different ways. BVS is bad because they had three years to make it and this is what they came up with, and they gave way too much they gave carte blanche to Zack Snyder yep. but here they gave David Ayer six weeks to write a script and they rushed it and they did a lot of reshoots and the studio cut it and like the pixel, the trailer thing cut yeah we didn't get I, I'm not mad at David Ayer leaving this movie I'm frustrated by the movie and maybe if he had been given as much room as Snyder it wouldn't have been that much better I don't yeah. know but I genuinely want to see that version yeah because as you know I'm not nuts about the aesthetic of a lot of these characters mm-hmm. I still feel like there's could be something there and I just feel like with the exception of maybe Jared Leto everybody would have been better if they had just like left it if they had given David Ayer time to write yeah sure and time to like do his research and go alright well what do I Cause, and one of the trivia things said like he's a DC fan in real life and I'm like I'm not saying he's not I'm not gonna pull this whole you're a real you're not a real fan crap yeah. but like a lot of people like my mom who does not read comics and is not a superhero person she's like yeah I love Batman because she's like, watch the movies. And that yeah. still totally counts. But that's different from saying, yeah, I'm, I've read all of this stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So I feel like... Like, Joss Whedon directing Avengers works because Joss Whedon's read all this stuff and he's a lifelong fan anyway. But if you were... I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe David Ayer is the exact same way.
1: But... Well, if you're going to hire a director that has a specific vision, let him do let it. do it. it, yeah. Like, if you want to hire a hack director... You know, there's plenty of them out there. Yeah. Well, I just, and we're saying we don't know why David Ayer was the one they chose.
2: He's done nothing similar to this before. At least Zack Snyder did Watchmen, which I say Okay, he's done a superhero movie before. Joss Whedon has done tons of nerd stuff. James Gunn, makes these like weird indie movies. Maybe it's
1: just it, they put a uh, you know uh, message out there of like, hey, we're interested in doing Suicide Squad. Please come in with your pitches. And he just had yeah, the best pitch. That's yeah. true. Maybe well, and that's quote unquote best. And I, yeah. I will say, I, I like I do Killer think Will's a lot of people be. are like, oh, well, I think <laughs> it's I think it's all studio meddling, and, and David Ayer's initial
0: vision was was a lot better. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think it is more the fact that the script because I like I just want to address that that a lot of people think that. The studio just completely wrecked this thing. I think it was more they never gave it a chance yeah, to be yeah. good because of that. And, like, I'm thinking of, you know, the, the all the title cards at the beginning of the movie, where, mm-hmm. like, all these mm-hmm. characters. You mentioned
1: the things that you can't read because they yeah, go they by go, so fast. They, they go it's way too cut fast. Cut
0: by a trailer house. They go way too fast and you can't read them at all.
1: But I am curious if he still didn't see the message where it was like, oh, she's... Uh, Harley Quinn was yeah, implicated no, I, in I killing don't, Robin. I, it, yeah. it, I just... It, like, I... Also, I really don't like how, how she gets onto Diablo where she, he, he's upset that he killed his family and she's like, you need to own that. I'm like, you helped kill Robin. Shut up. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, But the... Like, I'm wondering if that was just the trailer house being stupid or if that was, like, that sort of aesthetic where it's, you know, these weird flashy, you know, things and, like, they match the characters and everything... I'm curious if David Ayers would have had if he wanted to do more of a fun thing where he yeah, was just yeah, like yeah. oh whatever and just like almost an Edgar Wright style right. type of thing where it's a little more crazy and over the top and I'm am cu- really curious to see what would have happened if, if they had given him full range. And I'm glad that he didn't burn bridges by being like, oh well, they completely screwed me over but yeah yeah, yeah. They didn't give me enough time all that. He didn't
1: pull a Josh Trek. He
0: absolutely did not. And I'm I'm I think that's really professional of him. And I, I mean, I, and that's, he, that's really nice. Now he's doing Gotham City yeah. sirens. Yeah, so. I mean, he they gave him something else, and maybe they'll actually give him time to do something here. But yeah. I feel like it all goes back to the fact that they want their Avengers, and they are not willing to earn it. Yeah. DC or Water Brothers doesn't.
3: Yeah, they just um, want to be there
0: because they start off the Batman pursuit. Man, they're trying to to rush into this conflict between characters that doesn't really work, and and because you give haven't given us the backstory and the the ideological differences and all that stuff because they want to rush into their Justice League after you know four movies. Yeah, four or five movies or whichever one's going to be, and they're just not giving the characters nearly enough time to breathe on their own. They're not respecting the source material. They're just kind of. Trying to shell everything out there so they can get their extended universe going. I'm I'm amazed that they they've gotten this far. Honestly, like I feel I I don't know they're
1: in too deep now.
0: Yeah, I mean I I guess that's that's the biggest thing. But uh, with with Suicide Squad again, it's like oh we got to compete with Marvel, so we've got we've got to release two movies in one year. So now we can't we can't give you know David Ayer enough time. We gotta we gotta shove it out there. We gotta rush it. He's he's a great director. He'll do fine. It's gonna be perfect. And then. They didn't get enough time because they wanted to get it out there. They wanted to get the money. They wanted to get the brand out. <sighs> I it just, from the beginning, I've always had a lot of misgivings about the, the DC Universe because of this sort of thing where it seems like they're just trying way, to go way too fast with it. And they have yet to prove me wrong.
2: So. Oh, man. The scene. Maybe you guys already know this. Maybe this is my new sadness the scene where uh, the Flash apprehends Captain Boomerang was guest directed by Zack Snyder oh I knew that yeah oh okay <laughs> I didn't that's fine yeah apparently he directed a key scene
1: of the film it's key <laughs> <laughs> can I just mention that that scene is not in, in the book so I, I I have a feeling they were doing that for reshoots yep
2: yeah probably and Defer would be like Flash is coming guys Flash. it's a good scene it's fine yeah, yeah I mean he's, I have, he's a good line I have no issue with Ezra Miller as Flash in the you know as of two yeah, minutes I've seen of him in these it movies should
0: still be Grant Gustin but hey that's not yeah at is. least this
2: way Grant Gustin is spared yeah. like whatever <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is whatever. True. that's very true because that's how I felt when, when they were first announcing all this stuff this was when Arrow was at its like peak and everyone was like oh I want them to bring the TV shows and I said I don't because I really like what Arrow's doing right now and I like what these TV shows are doing, I, I want these actors spared the crap that's going to happen in these movies. Yep. And, like, Grant Gustin is a phenomenal Flash. And to me, he's probably going to end up being the the quintessential Flash to me. Yeah. I mean, I think Ezra Miller might very well do a great job. Full... I, I completely am open to that.
0: Um, but... Also I, worried, again, and, and I can absolutely see, see this happening. Like, this... this I. It just makes too much sense that once Spider-Man: Homecoming comes out mm. and is a massive success, uh, Warner Brothers is absolutely going to try and push out Miller and maybe do reshoots and, reshoot and stuff like that to make no! that more, more of a Spider-Man thing. Than no, a I'm worried they're going. Yeah. Like, just think about the decisions they made. No, it's absolutely going Stop to happen. Stop it! <laughs> Don't <laughs> give them it. ideas. Batman vs Superman was successful. People were responsible well to Bat to Batman. We're going to give. You know, been after like a whole movie to do his own thing, yeah. which I think that's not a bad idea though.
1: No, 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 not at no. all. Because they're letting, but, yeah. Uh, they better not push him. Be like, hey, you need to get started on the movie, and he's like, okay. I you think you guys he, are pushing me. I'm out. I think yeah.
2: he's got enough pull. I mean, I, I think he'll be all right.
0: I think they're, I think they're praying that he's gonna make a successful movie because I think they probably know that. I don't know what's gonna happen with Wonder Woman. I have no expectations whatsoever. It's, it's just to probably, protect myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, same same idea with Justice League. I I, right. I don't trust them at all to do this. But I, hey, maybe... I am
1: excited for both of those as I am for Transformers Five. <laughs> that is where I am at. So, what's your most anticipated movies of the next? Of
2: few course, years? <laughs> I will say James Wan doing Aquaman. That's got some potential. But again, I hope they let him do what he can do. And that's that's the that's mostly too. because I want to see underwater be. Terrifying.
0: I'm I'm, I'm going to keep ticking off DC fans, and I'm DC EU fans specifically. And I'm sorry, yeah. but I I I love. DC characters I'm not like the yeah. I I mean I, I've, we've talked about this before I think I would prefer a good Batman story over a good Marvel some story. of the
2: best superhero movies um, in history have been DC
0: yeah and, and Dark Superman I, I think I like Superman a lot more than most people do I love um, Superman I, I think he's a great character and I think that he's completely underused I want these characters to be amazing
2: yeah. these movies are terrible and that's why we dislike them is yes. because we see what they're working with like. yes
0: and and I Was gonna say? Um, I completely lost my train of thought. <sighs> somebody else. Either of you? Have well, to you love monster.
2: Superman. You love Batman. But there's something you before like that. DC character. I,
0: I was trying to profess the fact that I was about to bash DC some more. Oh. In lieu, in lieu of pre- <laughs> We're talking Marvel. about like
2: James Wan doing. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah,
0: Um, with Marvel, a lot of people. I've seen a lot of, not a lot. I've seen some like people who are like the big, you know, DCU, you know, Star Wars. They're like, oh, you know. Well, I, I think the DCU is a lot better because they're, like, they're giving all these, these, cre- these directors their own creative control, and they're branching out using all these these big directors instead of getting all these, like, like hack, you know, kind of just standard formulaic directors. Marvel is now branching out into a bunch of really interesting directorial, like, uh, choices. Um, I'm trying to think of... Who, who's the guy who's doing Black Panther? Some guy who did uh, Creed, right? Ryan Coogler. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And, and, um... Yeah, he's doing Black Man. I, I forget who he's doing. I can't remember the names all oh, the are. Taika Waititi. People. Yes, yes, Taika Waititi is, and, and that I'm really that might be my most anticipated movie of what's 2017. He, as we what, talk what's about, he doing Taika Waititi doing? Oh, Ragnarok, Thor. Oh, Thor, yeah, Thor, yeah, Thor. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that that's gonna be really interesting. The Russo brothers. Where did they come from? They, I know <laughs> them.
2: They did Community in The Last Man. I know, Wars. but I'm like, like, yeah. just
0: like, what, how did you? How did they pull off mm, that? No, and terrible. like, they they're starting to get a lot more interesting. Uh, personalities and I and they all seem to love working at Marvel. And I think it's because they built this foundation, they've established the characters and they've created this springboard where they can tell all sorts of stories. And it's um Doctor Strange, who's that? The director. Scott Derrickson. Yes. Yeah. And and so they, they're they're getting they're starting to get all these these guys and they, you can still tell that they're those directors' movies. Like it's, yeah. they're not just squashing them that's how I feel about the DCU is that they yeah sure they're getting all these interesting directors or they're trying to but it feels like they're just crushing the life yeah. out of them yeah. and or in the case of the one director who they needed to crush the life out of and just be like in the script which is Zack Snyder yeah. they didn't do that
2: Because I have a I don't lot, know because the idea of, of James Wan making Underwater scary is really exciting to me because Underwater is terrifying yeah and but yeah, I'm afraid they're going to do that same thing where they go Nope, just do what we tell you to do, and then he's never going to get to really. Yeah,
0: same with Wonder Woman. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think it could happen with Flash and Cyborg. Who knows? That, that's down the line. So. I
0: don't know that they even get there, but whatever. Yeah, really. I, I'm really curious to see how long they can go if they keep tanking. How, yeah, if, how, if Wonder Woman's great, then awesome. I mean, what, how you know? far do they? Because right now they
2: got Wonder Woman and Flash are getting their own movies, and they're doing Justice League, yeah. and they're doing an Aquaman movie. Is that I as think far as all got of those planned.
0: are probably as far as they're. They've got cyborg plan. I think, but that, they've got they could, ju- they've got a second Justice League plan, and but...
1: they still plan on doing Shazam with The Rock. Oh, yeah I that's guess. On. well, that's well, that's been in development for. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean but, but I The Rock's going to gonna be playing Black Adam. Yeah, they have right, a target yeah. release date, but he was cast like three years ago. Well, they've been talking about that for ages. But
0: yeah. and, and I think that or um. I think those four you mentioned first are the yeah the keys that they're they actually with. are filming them in are yeah world. and I think th- I think those are already too far along to stop but I- I'm really curious because everyone points to if you say oh well or if they're defending the DC and you say well you know they can't sustain this if they keep if their movies keep bombing critically yeah because they're not going to make as much money as they want and eventually people are going to stop seeing them yeah and there are a lot of people who are like oh no it's uh, you know the Transformers movies yeah they're, they're look look at how much money they make even though that you know yeah. they're, they're everyone hates those the thing about that is when, when did the tra- you have the, the do you have the years on there? Which one no. do you need? Do, okay so well, what are the four? What are the years of the, the first four Transformers movies? When did they all come out?
1: First one's 2007 second one's 2009 third one's 2011 and the fourth one is 2014
0: Yeah at least two years between all of them right? Yeah This they are trying to get to the point where they're making two or three movies a year. Yeah. If they are all buying that's not going to work. Yeah. That's going to fall apart so quickly. Because the studios
2: for Transformers, they still have time to make
0: and Transformers Five. On. That's this year, right? Yep. Yeah. So, so, three so another break. three years. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so they give people time to kind of like forget. They turn into this, this, this kind of big. Oh, it's the big action, stupid action spectacle blockbuster oh, yeah. thing. Yep. It'll be fun. And of course now they're they're branching out to try and hit the Chinese audience with the like going to the. Or like the way the fourth one took place a lot in China and that sort of thing, and they're they're trying to like actually branch out with all of these and, yeah. and just like hit the markets that they haven't already just yeah. bored no. to death. Um Well also people kind of have an
2: understanding of the Transformers movies. These are not good, quote yeah, unquote. These yeah. are these are goofy, silly action movies, and some people really love that. And yeah. that's but with, with that's not the opinion people have of these superhero movies. They go, No, these are disappointing, these are not the characters, these aren't fun. Yeah. What are we doing here?
0: And that's that's the thing is I don't think they can sustain too many more hits like that. Yeah. Before they are just gonna have to say, all right, screw it, we gotta we gotta step away, we gotta cut all everything and just figure out what the heck we're doing. Yeah. Because I think if Wonder Woman is is another disappointment, right? That's gonna be a big hit. I I'm really curious if like Justice a big League, hit in terms of a hit to the studio, like right. take, taking a punch. Right. Um. And I'm really curious if Justice League just you know. Completely underwhelms yeah. if if they'll just say, "All right, screw it. We gotta stop the press. We gotta just yeah, back just away." Especially if it makes less than like Batman versus Superman. I right. think I think that would be a big, uh, yeah, a big like like nail in the coffin for the, this universe. There's a,
2: a statistic that a lot of people didn't because some people like to insist that BVS was this big financial hit, and it did make good money. But you have to understand, between the first and second weekend, there was like a sixty-something percent drop off. Yeah. And and people will be like, well, well, Deadpool had a drop off after the first weekend. I'm like, every movie drops off after the first sure. weekend because everybody comes out the first weekend. There's fewer, there's fewer humans to go see it. But Batman vs Superman dropped off by six, that's a huge amount of people. That means there are people who wanted to see it that changed their mind.
1: Well, because a lot of the big spectacle movies they live and die by repeat viewers. Yeah, like if the fan base shows up multiple times, then it can help sustain it. And clearly, well, yeah. with how divisive that movie was, a lot of people didn't want to see it again. Me and Tyler being included in that one, yeah. well, and, and then the word of mouth gets around to so the people who are undecided,
2: and yeah. their friends go. See Water it, cooler and, talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. and their friends go, "Oh, it's terrible. Don't waste your time." And they go, "Okay." Because I was going to see BVS in theaters, and then I talked to enough people. I was like, "Never mind. I'm not fooling with this." Yeah. Um, and so, like, which is why you have like the Marvel movies and Star Wars. The new Star Wars are doing so well because you have the, the built-in fan base. But then they go. That they leave and tell all their friends who are casual fans who don't really know Go, oh this is super fun you gotta check it out and yeah. they go so you don't have to see seen any of the Marvel movies to enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy
3: yeah
2: um, and so then everybody shows up because the word of mouth is so positive and that's just not what's happening
0: I mean my, my parents went to go see Civil War with and the, me and my sister yeah. without, my mom watched it without having day. ever yeah. seen Age of Ultron like they were just like oh mm-hmm. you know, it would be fun and, yep. they, and they enjoyed it they, they loved it they, my, my mom mean, watched they, they, it they actually yeah. went out and watched Age of Ultron afterwards oh, wanted, cool. and like it, it's the same idea. Where, let me, um, to go off your point. Um, I don't. This might not have been by the time the movie. Okay, so so basically, there's a statistic in box office, uh, gross and stuff like that mm. called multiplier, mm. which is the um, it's it's how much the movie makes since its uh, opening weekend. Yeah. Or, or like uh, based off its opening weekend. Gotcha. Yeah. So Batman v Superman had like a, a two basically so it made about twice what it, like like what it made in its opening weekend it pretty much doubled that for the rest of its run yep. like like it, made, it basically just just made that yeah. again for the rest of the time it was there it was about that I don't have the exact statistic but it's something like that that's um, not very good for that movie let, let me let me look at some and that's this what, what's some of the I've got a list here but it's like got all this stuff like sin City and Daredevil that I don't know a little bit like uh, Days of Future Pass had, had two point five. There's there's one. Um Captain well, America plus
1: X Men movies don't normally gross all that yeah. much anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Captain America The First Avenger and Captain America The Winter Soldier had two point seven. Um let me see, this was before this list was made before Civil War came out, so we're not that but Thor made two point seven. And I'm sorry, 4. you
1: can't keep saying, Oh well, they both made big money. But compared to what the studio wanted, they were yeah, failures. Right. Right.
0: And but the Dark Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises was two point eight.
1: Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's of course I'd want 800 million dollars that would be nice to have <laughs> yeah. of course but when they wanted both of these movies to gross at least a billion dollars if not more that is a financial failure
2: because yeah, when you look at when you see a movie that made people don't realize like a million dollars is a small budget for a movie yes and a lot of people don't realize that like they're indie movies that are made for a million dollars yeah and that's because that pays for everything that's location that's equipment that's actors and extras and per diems and that's everything so like you for a movie like like you need to make you need to at least make your you need to be in the black
1: well because because like these movies with their bloated budgets they're like 200 250 million then you have to double that for the obnoxious marketing campaigns so these movies need to make at least half a billion dollars to break even and and then after that they start making a profit. And yeah.
0: then there will be, I mean, of course there'll be like merchandise sales and stuff like that. Sure. But I think also the draw, merchandise draw, is not going to be as big for.
1: If the movie's great, all the kids are going to want to get the toys.
0: And I mean, obviously, you know, Star Wars prequels, everyone bought up those those toys, even though the movies yeah, yeah, are yeah. good. But <laughs> these movies are not as kid friendly.
2: I feel like as
3: those. Yeah, I don't think they're, they're
2: not are. as. Yeah, you can't make a toy of of these characters
1: yeah. as well. I mean, you can. But well, I mean, can't. I wanted the toy of Hayden Christensen. Burning body on Mustafar. Oh. <laughs> all right, uh, man. Here, Here's a
0: couple couple other ones. Uh...
1: <laughs> Step on some
0: kittens today, buddy.
2: Uh, no, no
1: I no, I just watched Suicide Squad. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, I went the, for the obvious
0: joke. The Avengers, <laughs> Ant Man, Iron Man, The Dark Knight, Spider Man, Gar- the original Spider Man, uh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, even Kingsman. Uh, they were all like from three to three point five. Like wow. th- th- these are all movies that are these are all signs of movies that actually have some sort of, this thing has Annie on it I don't know it's, <laughs> no, that, and it's got like 111 no, but I think th- it was super old oh my whatever God. no but that's <laughs> that's the thing
1: that's why they have to funnel their money into these bloated marketing budgets they have to build up that hype for opening weekend because it cannot sustain yeah, itself it's after change.
0: that and the problem is that that's going to keep happening yeah. If they don't, if they don't build any sort of trust with it, and I know that the the mass the mass audiences usually do not know that much about the difference between movies. Yeah. But if they see like the for Justice League, they see oh that's that that's by that same guy or that same or that's the same Batman that was in Batman vs Superman and he was kind of eh. And that's and then they're yeah. like oh that's the Wonder Woman that was in Batman vs Superman and that's
1: kind of eh. I, I really want them to have like a dramatic moment because they spoil everything in these trailers where Superman shows up and then the whole audience is just like. Oh, no. (laughs) No, can he go back into the ground? We don't want him. Yeah,
0: and... I I think it's going to get to the point where the only people who are really diehard about these movies and really trying to see them every, you know, multiple times are going to be the fans that just really love the characters and just want to, you know, gobble up as much as they can of these characters. They're just excited
1: that their characters are on screen and that they're doing things. Sure, and that's... that's, There's a place for that. Yeah,
0: that's your thing. But... I think this is going to not be a good thing for the DCU in the long term. I think that's this is going to cause some serious problems. Yeah. And I'm okay with that because I really want to see them get away from this type of universe and try to actually take take a step back, look at the Marvel Universe, the, the MCU, and try and figure out, okay, what did they do? And then they'll find out, oh, they actually cared about the characters and they got uh, they had very streamlined continuity and they actually tried to make all this work and earn everything they got.
1: Or better yet, they fail horribly, Warner Brothers loses so much money, and then they make a deal with Disney to sell DC. (laughs) Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. Alright, let's get around to grades. I think we've said enough. Oh, and also I
2: wanted to say, now that we're at the end of this franchise, Batman favorite what's been our favorite movie so far because mine's Dark Knight which is obvious but oh of all the Batman movies of all the movies in
1: this franchise because I think mine would be Dark Knight I think mine would be Dark Knight too I think it's yeah once again I get into my huge thing of like Dark Knight Rises been my favorite oh, sure, movie sure, for sure. the longest sure. time so I guess that one yeah, and what? I guess
2: worse for me would be BVS and maybe this one maybe a tie between this and BVS I'm gonna say BVS
1: yeah I hated BVS more than I hated Batman and Robin <laughs> the... oh yeah but Batman and Robin I have
2: zero M- anonymity and, yeah. and, uh, M- yeah. Malice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> animosity. <laughs> animosity. Zero animosity for that. Who's been
1: our favorite Batman? Is it Christian Bale? I like yes. Christian Bale. Favorite ben, Joker? Ben Aff- Ben Affleck has potential. He really does. But he's t- terribly written, and the character's yep. just all over the place. At least ever yep. Batman: Clooney or Keaton, or <laughs> where are we going? I I
0: mean, probably Clooney. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Yeah. You yeah, can yeah. really make an argument for anyone
1: because everyone else is at least trying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Heath Ledger's best Joker yeah, yeah Hands easy.
2: Down. and I don't think any of the other characters are well I guess the best Two-Face would be Eckert. <laughs> between yeah. Yeah. them no the best versions yeah. of the characters are all in the Dark Knight that's, that's the best or Gordon. just the
1: Nolan trilogy again best, best Bane best Bane best, <laughs> best, best
2: Catwoman best Bobo Justice best Bobo Justice yeah best Alfred yeah. best Alfred well Jeremy Irons is pretty good Jeremy Irons is good yeah. but again like he's in such a crap movie if if we get a really good Batman movie with... Then I think Affleck and Irons. Then we'll really be able to compare. Yes,
0: they will be in the conversation for sure.
1: Alright, what, what are we doing for grades?
0: I'm going to F. Me too. I think this, just flat F. I think this may be an objectively worse movie than Batman vs. Superman because it's just such an incoherent mess of editing. Like, on yeah. every level, And I don't know what the vision long. was. I know but, what the vision was for BVS. But again... And I've, I've tried to kind of create this justification for what an F means. Um, they had three years to get Batman or Superman right. They were dealing with the Trinity. They, they, they had, had a trinity of years. There is no reason that it should have been anywhere close to that bad. <laughs> and it's boo. <laughs> it, 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 sh- it just
1: completely failed. Yeah. On, and this was just a rush job. This was just uh, whatever. No. It's like yes, the potential for this to horribly fail, given all the facts that we had, incredibly high. Yeah. Versus Batman versus the, Superman, the DCEU... where did, the only real warning sign is Zack Snyder.
0: The DCU did not hinge on this movie. It looks bad on them for sure. Now that they they're three for three with you know mass audiences. Yeah, but it's it's going to take some some real, you know great stuff coming out of Wonder Woman and Justice League for yeah. this universe to turn around.
1: I, I really think that that Man of Steel is the best of all three because that one I feel like I, would, yeah. I can, yeah, I, can definitely. Ob- I can objectively look at as a movie. I was talking to, to Britton about this before that Man of Steel is like I think this was
0: before this was not before, yeah. right? Um, Man of Steel feels like it's got a it comes so close to being a really great movie like there's there's, it, there's so many moments where it like it's about to be something like, oh, oh, there we And then it, like, turns away at the last second. You're like, eh, okay, maybe not. Yeah. And, they, and they keep doing that. And both of these other movies... I mean, Batman Superman kind of has that. And then Suicide Squad is just completely, like... Yeah, Dead on arrival. Yeah, there, there is never a chance. Yep.
2: I'm going to do F as well. Okay. I, I, I flirted with the idea of a D-minus, but, I mean, I yes. just... I just can't defend it. I guess the things I liked, I didn't like enough to really bump the movie up a grade. Yep. A letter, I just... You know, thank you, Jay Hernandez and Joel Kenneman for your hard work. But I mean, I just <laughs> and yeah, Will Smith for being Will Smith. Say, really that's dr- exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Will Smith is our movie star for, for our generation. So, like, I love you anyway. <laughs> I don't know what you'd have to do to make me dislike you. But you know,
1: you'll get him. You'll get him next time, Margo. So originally, I have written on the score sheet here because I like to go ahead and prep these things ahead of time. That we were doing the Rocky movies, but we haven't changed since then. Now we're doing the Matrix movies. Sure. We're doing the first one next week, and then we'll follow with sequels. Uh, so, 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 so the score sheet's all screwed up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bro. And that's the note I will end up, end this whole thing on. <laughs> the score sheet is screwed up, and it will never be fixed.
2: Well, thank you for joining us for all these Batman adventures, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah if you, you wanna... know
1: this one's not really Batman-focused, but yeah, whatever. Start. He's Tyler. in the movie. Joker. We'll wrap well, it up.
0: If you, if you want to contact us, you can you can uh, get us through through email at herecomethesequels at gmail.com. You can find us online at herecomethesequels.blogspot.com. And you can find us on Twitter at HCTsequels. Yeah, we're done. I never say Twitter last, so it feels weird not saying .com to embed that segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true.
2: Yeah. Uh, we'll see you all in the Matrix. Oh.
1: <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Stay rogue. <laughs>